And we're live! Okay! Woo! Look at this overlay, I'm really excited. Art designed by the wonderful folks at our ESP D&D art department. Thank you for designing the Stormwatch logo above us. Very cool, shout out to Nelly and Rory Brown from the uh, uh, RGB Vision. Thank you everybody. I am Aaron Spencer, or Essie. I will be your storyteller here tonight and every other Monday, as well as every other Saturday for our Heaven Inspired campaign, <laughs> for our semi-weekly D&D 5th edition Rise of the Zuntarum Reclamation Campaign Stormwatch. Once again, I am Essie, or Aaron, your dungeon mistress and or storyteller for this tale that we are about to weave together. My pronouns are she, her, and I am playing the ensemble, everyone else. So we're going to go around, and I'm not nearly as important as the players who are going to bring this world to life. We're going to go to war and march across Faerun to topple the fascist city-states and collectives of the Hillsfar Alliance and the Lord's Alliance, now run by Dagalt Neverember and his paladins and clerics of purity. We're going to start in the top left with the wonderful and lovely Isabits. Isabits, say hello to the people of the interwebs. Tell them who you are, what your pronouns are, a little bit about yourself, any blurbs you want to add in, and of course, who you're going to be playing in our Stormwatch campaign. Take it away, Isabits. Okay. I am Isabits. Um, if you are a part of Essie's wonderful Discord server, I am always on there. Um, I will be playing your, um, my pronouns are she, her. Um, I will be playing your, um, very grumpy Earth Genasi monk tonight. Um, on Sundays, you can catch me on, um, Master Rem Twitch playing, uh, Drusilla, the bard in Light Clockwork. Um, and other than that, you can just kind of find me in the Discord hanging out. Thank you, Elizabeth. And we will be adding, please, everyone remind me in the Discord after the session to add everyone's Nightbot commands. Someone is responsible for pinging me to make sure we have a fresh set of Nightbot commands. This has been a very, very busy few months leading up to this campaign, but I'm very excited to, at the very least, get it started with what we have and more bonuses and extras to come. So thank you, Elizabeth. We're going around the table and Angela slash... Ange, who are you? What are your pronouns? A little bit about yourself. And of course, who will you be playing tonight in our Stormwatch campaign? I am Angela. Ange for short. My pronouns are she, her. Um, when I'm not playing D&D, I can be found uh, co-hosting an anime podcast that runs every Sunday. Uh, I will be playing a Redemption Paladin for this story named Famous Sunstorm. And uh, I think that's about it. Awesome. Thank you, Ange. All right. Going around the table once again. Nick slash Husky. Who are you? Yep. <laughs> who are you, friend? What are your pronouns? A little bit about right. yourself. And who are you going to be playing in? Tonight's game. Hello, everyone. I'm Nick. I am going to be playing Clematis, a Herangon 
barbarian sorcerer. Go by he, him pronouns. And it's going to be a little bit of wild magic going on. Other than that, I just play D&D almost four days a week. So <laughs> that's my schedule. Yeah, we definitely have some... We have some wild magic that's going to be happening, so things are going to get interesting, especially considering our mm -hmm. tarot card system, which that's a good disclaimer for our new tarot card system we're going to be using for this game specifically, buffs and debuffs only. But they can still be very helpful, especially in a tough situation when it comes down to the Watchmen seeing this infiltrating group of individuals skulking through the alleys in the city of Flan, for example. So, the Stacey DeMarco, Viking Oracle Tarot, buffs and debuffs. So unlike the Heaven's Fire campaign where we have a full set of really dynamic roll tables where, you know, the Cult of Jewiblex might come in, these tarot cards might be the difference between life and death on the battlefield or during espionage and intrigue. All right, but thank you, Nick. And we're very much looking forward to some wild magic and chaos. Dahlia, mm -hmm. my girl, hello. Please tell everyone who you are, what your pronouns are, a little bit about yourself, whatever you want to throw in there. Uh, and who you will be playing in our Stormwatch campaign. Hello, Dahlia, she, her. Uh, I will be playing uh, Luda, your arcane trickster rogue. And uh, um, I just don't do a whole lot right now, but work and play D&D with you fine folks. Um, I do like to edit and do other things, so if you need a podcast edited, let me know. <laughs> I'll be here. And again, all of this will be on the Nightbot Commands next session which is in two weeks so thank you dahlia we're looking forward to allura by the way everyone's the overlay and the art uh, is all unique we have hero forge uh we have hero forge for themis of course we have the rgb vision which i can post this we do have a nightbot command for the rgb visions but we're gonna put hopefully this goes through yeah so the art for terra and the art for clem is from our friend uh, rory who is also our Twitch community manager and one of our lead artists over at ESP. So thank you. And also, um, we have again Hero Forge, of course, and the art for Allura is courtesy of the database archive from the Patreon database archive access from uh, our friend at Lynn Romanov. Sorry, I had a Brain so lovely too. <laughs> Lynn Romanov, yes. So you can go check them out on their Patreon. We will have more Nightbot commands for that as well. But go check out Lynn Romanov. Uh, go become a patron. They have a lot of database uh, archives that you can choose from and sift through. So go ahead and check them out over at Lynn Romanov. And again, we'll have more Nightbot commands for that as well. And also, Tora Draws did the art for Simeon, played by Jeff slash Fagan. So Jeff and or Fagan. I call you both every once in a while. It's like a different day. I'll switch it up. So who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself, your pronouns, and who you'll be playing tonight. And that lovely art done by Tora Draws. Good evening. Uh, I am Jeff, otherwise known as Photogon on TikTok. Uh, although I haven't TikToked recently because, you know, burnout, it's a thing. It happens. Um, that's what master's degrees get you. Uh, anyway, I'm this evening going to be playing Simeon, a Battlemaster fighter who is a tiefling. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. So are his pronouns. Uh, and I'm just uh, looking forward to to uh, bashing the fash. <laughs> we love bashing the fash here. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Sure. <laughs> and I know there's a little story behind the art for Ren. So Avalon, last but certainly not least, and I do 
I do have your Nightbot command, but not to single you out, and, and we'll, we'll do everyone's promotion officially when we have all the Nightbot commands. But Avalon Willowbloom, who are you? What are your pronouns? And uh, a little bit about yourself, and who are you going to be playing in our Stormwatch campaign? Yeah, uh, hello, everybody. Uh, some of you might recognize me from the Heaven's Fire game. Um, I am Avalon. I am a voice actor and D&D player and occasionally a writer and so on. Um, my pronouns are she or they. I, I am cool with either, and I play Rin. Um, her pronouns are usually she, her, but she also just kind of rolls with whatever seems most appropriate for the form she's using, uh, courtesy of changelings. Um, and her art was made by a friend of mine that doesn't really do anything online with her art. She's just a friend of mine that I know uh yeah i don't know what else i want to say uh rin is a college of lore bard i know how to do this i've done this before for sure and there is um, there is a story about the art there as well so we can we can plug the artist is there so what the story are you thinking of just a friend not really anything uh yeah she's just a friend i i uh work with and know from other D, &D stuff um she did the art to me as a favor art for me as a favor i talk for a living um <laughs> hey me too it happens to me all the time she just she does art on the side as a hobby and very deliberately doesn't doesn't pursue like commissions or anything like that because she wants it to stay a hobby she doesn't want to turn it into a job or anything like that and um yeah awesome well thank you everybody who would like dm inspiration right off the rip to tell and fill in the audience as to what has happened over the past two and a half session zeros that we have done up to this point to bring us to the Sunset Vale in southeastern, actually it's more of central Faerun, southeastern central Sword Coast. Kind of a weird overlap there that I don't even think Watsi has completely defined as far as a specific quarter. It's, Sword Coast kind of blends into Faerun. That being said, who wants that UCDM inspiration to kind of give the audience a little recap of the story so far? I guess I'll take it. Um, okay. Assuming I remember everything, I'm happy to get so, corrected. So long as it's not, um, we went here and did stuff. DM inspiration was waiting <laughs> in the wings for you. Stuff happened, you know, like we did <laughs> things and talked to people. Now, um, each of us is a part of the Zentarum. We, we joined as part of our backstories and went through our training and everything and our session zeros was us coming together in the city of Waterdeep question mark Baldur's Gate Baldur's Gate thank you um I actually missed the first session zero so I oh I that's right yeah <laughs> why are you doing um, this <laughs> because the most important stuff happened after that um we all came together True. in the city of Baldur's Gate <laughs> and we are we were essentially setting out on our first mission to build a group to become a group ourselves um we traveled from baldur's gate to a city whose name i i forget Eggerford. uh Eggerford. Yeah. thank you shout out to everyone who's uh, helping me with this i mean um, collective dm inspiration right <laughs> <laughs>
in uh, or from Daggerford, we launched a rather complicated ambush on a on a caravan, um, and it went off without a hitch. Surprisingly, um, we managed to frame the Harpers for it. We think um, we don't actually know the outcome of that yet, but. We did our best to frame the Harpers, and we made off with a special prize. Um, I don't know if Rin actually saw what it was, so... I don't know if I know. Uh, regardless, we set out from there to um, the Darkhold, which is where we currently are. We're sort of coming in the gates. We got teleported here by our uh, superiors? Handlers? You were teleported here after rendezvousing with the current leader of the Black Hands, which is the Zentarum sect of battle mages. That is one of the two magic organizations that currently exists within the Zentarum and the Zentalar. There is the traditional Sable Accord, which is more affiliated with the Black Network, and then there is the Black Hand, which are more traditionally battle mages who can be spread throughout conflict areas through this entire organization as it stands. So, DM inspiration for you both. Nick and Avalon can both take DM oh, that's inspiration fine. I, for I, that only said like, <laughs> I said like two words. I'm going to refresh your camera, Nick. A little bit spotty there. Sure. There we go. I think that's a little bit better. All right. So, the year is 1489. DR. The Zentarum has been operating over the past decade or so, conducting joint operations with the recently formed Free Companies of Am outside of Athkatla, the capital city of the nation of Am. The alliance has been growing and strengthening, again, for the better part of a decade. With the supplements of over 6,000 soldiers from the combined forces of the Free Companies of Am, the combined cannon might of the Zentilar, roughly 10 to 12,000 soldiers strong, if you're including infantry, small levies, and heavy infantry, heavy troops, shock troops. In addition, to roughly 2,000 cavalry, 2,000 archers, the Storm Riders Wyvern Company, and the Outriders Cavalry, cavalry again roughly 2,000. It has been said for since the fall of the First Zentarum Empire that should the Zentarum and the Zentalar ever unite again under the banners of Cyric, Tempest, and the Red Knight, as their mercenary bands have grown exponentially in strength since the fall of Manchun's Zentarum, better part of a century ago. But with this new and reformed Zentilar, that they would be unstoppable. That there would be no force on heaven and earth, or in the Nine Hells, or in Faerun, or in the Far East, that could stop the march of the Zentilar. Far to the east, also came. The city-state of Hillsfar has grown in power and influence alongside the Zentarum, also most notably over the past three or four decades. 
spreading its influence throughout the entirety of the Moon Sea, the Hillsfar Alliance now reaches across the ruins of Zental Keep, better part of half a dozen ruined cities, castles, townships throughout the war-torn and ravaged Moon Sea, Flan, Hillsfar, Teshwave, Asha Benford, Dagger Falls, Voonlar. All of these nations, individually, have all joined forces together as part of this Hillsfar Alliance. Their numbers rival that of the Centaurums, though not nearly as strong. Their growing numbers, in addition to the Shadowdale Steel Defenders, will stand as a formidable force to be reckoned with between the Zentarum and the Zentilar and the reclamation of Zentil Keep, the ancestral home of the Zentarum, where Shiula Darkhope once rose banners and blades to rally the former Zentarum Empire. But as the tenants of Siric say, Zul Chembril was a fool. His old companions, delusional, disconnected. And so as Siric deposed the dead three to squander and wallow in darkness, in shadow, in depression, in obscurity, clinging to scraps trying to gain some small semblance of power through whatever vestiges of arcane power they can muster over the past century. They have been utterly defeated every time, but it is the forces of the new Zentarum, under the watchful eye of the Paragost, the banners of Siric and Tempest and the Red Knight, that have grown exponentially. His power has been solidified. Again, there seems no force that the Zentarum and the Zentilar cannot contend with. In the Northwest, a new version, a new iteration of the Lord's Alliance has come to power. After fleeing Waterdeep, Dagalt Neverember spread his influence through the North. After a campaign of reconstruction in Leilan and winning the hearts and minds of many people of Neverwinter and of the Neverwinter region, he claimed that the eruption of Mount Hotino, the attacks from goblinoids and orcs that had ravaged the countryside in and around the southeastern reaches of the Neverwinter region, the dragons that roamed through the woods and the skies and the peaks and the harsh times that had been experienced by all were the fault of impurities, were the fault of false gods, were the fault of those who did not adhere to strict tenets of proposed morality or purity. And thus, Stegalt Neverember began 
the rain, the warriors, the paladins, and the clerics, the order of purity, and sought to expunge all those that were different, that were foreign, that were monstrous from Neverwinter into the darkest corners of the world or into different regions entirely. Unfortunately, several hundred of these individuals, if not thousands, found themselves imprisoned, tortured, or worse, in a dungeon complex, a massive work project below the city of Neverwinter. Claiming that only the one true god, Ao, could lead the people of Neverwinter into a shining future. The Order of Purity and the new Realm of the Lord's Alliance, the new iteration of Neverwinter and this Order of Purity, spread through the north and the northwest and the Neverwinter region like a disease. Though Dagalt's peers in Waterdeep disavowed his membership to the Council of Waterdeep, they all but formally expunged him from the Lord's Alliance, allowing him to maintain his position of power in Neverwinter and tolerating him as a necessary allegiance, vital to the safety and security of the Sword Coast, what given these operations of the Zentarum and the Zentalar and their mobilization and militarization. Though there exists a very clear, very obvious lapse in morals and in methods between Neverwinter and the Order of Purity, Waterdeep, as it has traditionally been a locale of diversity for all, of all races and walks of life, the greatest city in Faerun, a melting pot. And of course, with the patriarchal and monetarily incentivized flaming fist, those who essentially serve as the strong arm of the nobility for the elite of Baldur's Gate. And of course, the great dwarven strongholds of the north, staunch allies of the Lord's Alliance, as well as the elves of Silvery Moon. There are still cracks of tension that those with the right attention to detail can see forming in the Lord's Alliance. To the east, this Hillsfar Alliance has also expelled and expunged from the capital city of Hillsfar, at least, most of the monstrous races that are not humans, some variation of human. Hillsfar itself, as a stronghold, has become increasingly xenophobic over the past several decades as well. Also canon. There was even a purge of the halfling citizens, accusing them of, once again, this is Watsi canon, accusing them of thievery and of ill will by the very nature of being halfling. And of course, this extended to dragonborn, to half-orcs, especially to tieflings, to all other monstrous races. And elves were not immune to the bigotry of those 
and the hills far high command and the red plumes this red banner now flies over most of the strongholds once again divisions and schisms can be seen through both of these alliances but in the interest of mutual security they have all agreed to a tenuous pact to ward off Zentarum or Zentalar aggression. The Zentarum and the Zentalar. Possibly the most diverse fighting force that Faedron has ever seen. Orcs, half-orcs, goblins, bugbears, hobgoblins, elves, drow, wood elves, high elves, an occasional smattering of dwarven units. Humans of all walks of life. Those who join the Zentilar are free to practice whatever faiths they choose. There is one guiding principle, of course, that of Siric and Tempest of the Red Knight. It is strongly encouraged, and most of other faiths simply steer away. But also of all walks of life in general, those of all persuasions and preferences, those of all gender expressions and sexualities. Every race in Faerun is welcome amongst family, amongst brethren, amongst sisters and brothers and siblings at arms. All are welcome in the Zentarum and the Zentilar. All are siblings. And it is here at the base of Darkhold we pick up our story. The Zentarum and the Zentilar, the Paragost, the High Lord of the Zentarum, has decreed that the Zentilar is to assemble at Darkhold. For too long has tyranny and oppression of the worst kind been allowed to fester in Neverwinter. Amongst the Lord's Alliance, and amongst the xenophobic crusaders of Hillsfar and the crusaders from this order of purity. Centaurum has in fact found the long-lost heir to the throne of Neverwinter and also seeks to reclaim its ancestral home. The once and future emperor Xavius Rex Alagondar will lead the armies of the Zentarum to the east, sweep through the Moon Sea, march west through the deserts of Anorak, and take both the east and the west by force of will and or blade, along with the Paragost and the Zentilar and their allies in the Free Companies of Arm. With all combined forces, 20,000 swords now descend to overthrow fascism as it exists east and west. The time for war has come. Well, I'm totally down to take out fascism, you guys. <laughs> Thank you.
20. All right. I suppose we should head inside. Oh, I have block text. <laughs> I was waiting for the music to catch up. I can't which believe is, I ignored the loading screen. Uh, which is, go ahead. Yeah, which, which is also a meme. It's like, hey, I have block text, y'all. They're just it's like, like a slow it's just burn. Like mailed to the door, yes. like Martin Luther's. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was waiting for the There we go. A thunderous roar echoes overhead. As a massive black dragon soars above you. Its massive wings kicks up a gale force wind as it flaps and soars towards the towering spires before you. The dragon and its fully armored rider careen towards the central fortified tower of the imposing citadel of Darkhold Keep, which rises from a central plateau its jagged buttresses of polished obsidian poised like massive glaives, looms as a stoic stone titan over the sunset veil. From beyond and behind, you hear the heart-thumping cacophony of a hundred war horns, followed by the steady, rhythmic marching of over 10,000 soldiers moving through the veil 10,000 more behind. Circling the highest, sharpest peaks of this dreadful gothic citadel before you, roughly 36 to 40 armored wyverns methodically patrol the skies, swooping, soaring, and screeching. Their shrill roars causing the hairs on your arms and the back of your neck to stand on end as the distant rumble of the Outrider Cavalry provides a final thunderous overture to the power before you. The massive gates of Darkhold stand slightly ajar before you. A soft, delicate, and imposing golden light as if the light of destiny beckoning you forward into the depths of its embrace. Okay, that's all the black text I have. Carry on. <laughs> so, everyone else is seeing the fucking dragon, right? I think yeah. it's on our side. Yes. Have we seen this dragon before? None of you have seen this dragon before. This is a first for all of you, so the fact that there is a okay. massive black dragon, Oof. which you've heard rumors of, Many of you, yep. or a lot of folks, may have not believed it to be true, but rumors and stories yeah. have gotten around, especially for those who are soldiers, right? So, Themis, I think you probably would have heard a little bit more about how the Zentarum has a weapon of mass destruction in its arsenal in the form of a dragon. Seeing it in person, though, is a lot more daunting than hearing a story yep. at war. For example, Themis, by the way, who fought in the War of the Silver Marches. And the went with the winter wolves, but yes, it's uh, rather imposing and quite intimidating. As you see this dragon soar overhead and head towards the central spires, it does land on the largest of the towers in Darkhold, and as it kind of 
comes to a stop, you can see it adjusting itself so that the rider uh, is able to kind of dismount onto the battlements of the tallest, the centralmost peak of Darkhold Tower itself. And you can see as night continues to fall, these kind of dark clouds also roll in and the distant sound of thunder. Also, as the storm rider wyverns also circle directly above this dragon. At least it's on our side. Just thinking I'm, that. I'm so fucking mad. Huge. I thought for sure that was a fucking lie, and I owe someone five gold now. No, dragons are very real. Do you, do you think, think I could... could get a ride on one? That would hey, be quite cool. interesting sight. I uh, figured they were real. I didn't think we had one. Ah, uh, why not? It's that gets complicated, and to answer your question, I'm sure at some point. That's not outside the realm of possibility, however, probably not anytime soon. No. You we'll keep it in mind. Up. Let's head in. Maybe Agreed. eventually we'll get you a dragon. Yeah, you don't see a Terra, but Clem's scheming for you now. Appreciate that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal now, is I want to ride the dragon. Right. <laughs> By the way, all okay. that lore I did from memory because I I forgot to actually write block text for the lore, but that was all. Woo. Luckily, Again, just <laughs> huge props and respect for that. Yeah, I was very proud agree. of that. Uh, so the last Your block text- Your mind is like steel crap. <laughs> the last block text obviously <laughs> was definitely block, you know, the block text was block text, yes, but all that lore was the play test for the past year and a half, two years that we've been doing. We've been playtesting this whole Centaurum campaign. Anyway, you are outside the gates of Darkhold Citadel. The Zentilar is marching up behind you, beginning to set up battle tents and to fill out the central portion of the Sunset Vale here. So if I move your tokens, right, you can see Darkhold Valley. Just outside of Cornwall. Now we can there see we the go. world. Yep. There's Dark Cold. <laughs> like, it's a very fancy map, and we can't see Squat because there's too many people here. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and I'm going to grab just your tokens. And also, um, keep in I mind, a... you do have Nazgris Felkar with you, the Archmage with the Black Hand, as well as the Noble from Baldur's yes. Gate, Rider Swaith. Yes. Uh, I do have a quick question. Sure. I'm going to switch maps Um, here. Is this the point where I would split off and go do the thing that I talked to you about? Later. Or... Later. Later, okay. What? Just requisitions. You cut off what? Just requisitions. Alright, so if you look at the Darkhold map here, you can see in the Darkhold Veil in the top left-hand corner of the screen, uh, there are essentially the main gatehouse has been opened and the soldiers are beginning to set up command tents in the village outside of the quarry uh, around the lichwood and this entire uh, valley here can hold uh, at least 10,000 soldiers and then spilling out into the sunset vale which is of course Zentarum territory uh, just outside of Korm Orp as well and in the local village so much it's impressive. 
It is. This is a yeah. sight to behold. Between the wyverns, between the Stormrider wyverns, between the entirety of the Zentilar, the free companies of Am, and you can see they look very similar to Janissaries, if you are familiar with Turkish Janissaries. So there are about 6,000 of these free company mercenaries who have this kind of a visage of Turkish Janissaries mixed in. Their armor is also kind of stylized gold and black as well, but uh, it's sort of more like sort of a scale mail. Um, like sort of this, these rounded dragon scales and uh, sort of pointed helmets that you can see. But the black and gold uh, for at least this free company detachment has been uh, made to be very similar to um, the black, steely silver, uh, and crimson to symbolize the Red Knight and Tempest of the Zentilar, as there's a triumvirate of prime dark deities here between those three. That is, um, most of the banners as well, you can see, are the banners of the uh, eight-pointed Star of Chaos with the skull in between representing Siric, a touch of chaos, the lord of, uh, the new lord of strife and of, again, a touch of chaos, the new order of things, which is not tighten your grip so much. A star system slipped through your fingers. <laughs> but... <laughs> There are three banners, of course, and of Tempest, of sort of the horned helm uh, and the blades, and the Red Knight with the, the chess piece of the knight. So, the gates of Darkhold Castle itself loom open before you as you teleported just to the exterior of Darkhold with Nazgris, the Archmage of the Black Hand. Does anybody know where we're going in the castle? Actually, I was going to ask that. Um... Are we still following Reyna, or when we yeah. got here, did Reyna fuck off? Oh, yes, Reyna's here as well. You can also defer to her as well. Um, so okay. there is uh, sort of a, a long sort of... So there is uh, these... There is more of an incline than what you see here, right? This is kind of just the elevated plateau. Uh, so just add sort of an incline in your mind uh, as you are beginning to uh, make your way up the main uh, central spiral uh, of Darkhold is a little bit more of uh, less of a steeper angle. Um, but the gates loom before you, and it takes going to take about half an hour to get up there, but we can just kind of hand wave that to say you're at the front of the gates, which is right here if you look at the center, okay? So if you're looking straight on to Darkhold, okay, that's why I say it's more of an incline, because if you look at the map in the top left again, Sort of heading up that sort of incline towards the front gates is a little bit, a bit less steep. So you're heading directly up. And it just kind of winds, right, quite a bit, but. Right. Okay, so. Um, Essentially, you're I all just turn toward... like right here. Right. So I just turn towards Reyna. Um, do you know where we're going? Well, there's a banquet to be held in your honor tonight. It is a banquet of the High Command, and mm. it is also the opportunity for us to confront certain issues that we have been having prior to prior to marching east up the Moon Sea Ride. It is a time to celebrate, but it is also a time to prepare oneself for the turbulence, trials, and tribulations that are to come. All right, well, 
Uh, we best be getting inside then. <sighs> of course. The many of the officers and uh, of the Zentilar will be also marching up the main hill here, uh, and uh, taking residence in the Thunderswing barracks. I'm sure it would do them some good to see you, as they're going to feast in their own manner. The North Tower and the Thunderswing Barracks, along with the Guest Tower and uh, the exterior of the Esso, uh, the Esoterium, uh, are home to our traditional forces, roughly about 2,000, so those who have excellent or outstanding service records uh, can find themselves staying at the Thunderswing Barracks during their stay here at Darkhold before we march east. The rest of the soldiers, of course, will, I'm sure, be enjoying revelry and that sort of thing in town where they have the chance to enjoy the calm before the storm, as it were. Business as usual. There's going to be one raucous town. <laughs> that it is. If you've never been in a town when the Zentilar has arrived on leave, well, I've, I've heard tale that. of a few, you know, uh, smaller units. This this uh, grand conglomeration, uh, I'm sure, is going to make it even worse. And of course, by worse, I do mean better. Of course. That depends on which side of the coin you choose. <laughs> a crowd is a problem a lot of the time, but... It's a lot of people spending coin in the town, so... I imagine they're a welcome sight, if a bittersweet one. Well, you certainly it's nice have... to not have to... Bad alert. And it's nice to not have to steal from the locals every now and then. Well, that's the itinerary for the evening. Uh, there is, of course, the dinner banquet, roughly in about uh, Nazgris. Let's say probably about three hours or so. Three, four hours. You have some time to uh, check in with the soldiers as any kind of gestures behind you. And you can already see, you know, some of the soldiers, about a thousand or so, marching up the main thoroughfare, most likely heading towards um, towards the barracks that exist on the top of the castle itself. So he continues. Again, as Viper Reina said, it would probably do the soldiers some good to see the elite members of the Stormwatch check in with them. And the soldiers have all been informed of your recent victory, by the way. And by that, I mean they were expecting you to return with the prize which you obtained. And by seeing you here and us in jubilant spirits, they will most likely assume that you have succeeded in your mission, with which you can assure them that you have. There is, of course, concern that the Lord's Alliance and this Order of Purity and whatever will march upon Darkhold in our absence, but... With a dragon nipping at their heels, keeping things in the Black Network, keeping things divided, and Vendetta sowing the seeds of discontent amongst Baldur's Gate, and with the fall of Elturel and Eltergard itself. Confidence has risen, I say that. You can thank Vendetta, as she was the mastermind behind all this. Well, carry on, everybody. I am going to <laughs> unwind and enjoy a nice warm bath. I've been in the wilds for too long. Uh, Ryder, uh, you're with me. I'm going to escort you to um, the uh, Inner Sanctum, uh, after which uh, you'll be escorted to the Gallery of Spoils, as promised, uh, on a tour. 
Anyone else have any questions? Is there some place, some quarters that we can clean up before we go address the troops? It's Absolutely. been a long day for at least Clem and myself. A bath does sound like a wonderful idea. Upper levels of the Midnight Spire, same place where we will be. Uh, well, actually, that is uh, uh, the Stormwatch, and the High Command resides in the upper portions of the Central Tower of the uh, the Gildum. Sorry. Um, so once you arrive at the upper levels, you will be escorted to your rooms, and you can freshen up, bathe, and of course the Grand Hall, which is here, uh, or the uh, the banquet hall just east of the grand hall right so the the banquet hall connects to the grand hall that is where your banquet is uh the and again the soldiers uh who you are maybe expected you don't have to but if you wanted to check in with the uh 2000 soldiers who have been chosen to uh stay during their downtime in the comforts of the keep we'll be here at the thunderswing barracks Is there someone I could speak to about a special requisition? Uh, just a, a minor magic item I had in mind. This is in lieu of payment, yes? From your last mission? Of course. Something... I, I, I had an idea for something that I think would be more useful than coin. Well then, let's get you to the armory and see what we can whip up. Hydrate. Hydrate or dice fade. All right. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Hydrate. Oh, yes. Also, by the way, I want to let everyone know that we do have also the, the coins here that you can cash in. Uh, these are our channel points. Uh, highlight a message. Hydrate or dice trade. Posture check. Uh, mm, of course, the usuals. An insight check, which you can cash in at any time. Uh, and also, uh, if I could direct your attention to the Amethyst, the Clear Quartz, and the Rose Quartz. Uh, those activate special abilities uh, that our party members can use in-game. In addition to that, we also have the Politaro card, which in the Stormwatch campaign, again, is the Stacey DeMarco Viking Oracle Tarot, which is buffs, debuffs only. So you can still directly influence the game, but rather than have, again, the Cult of Jewy Blex or something random totally happening in the middle of the battlefield, you can have these very potent buffs and debuffs that you can give to different party members. So we're going to be... I got you covered for that. Yes. We're going to be experiencing that <laughs> as we go along. But first, Hydrator Dice Trait. Thank you, RGB Vision and Rory, our Twitch community manager for that. I have water for now. And the fabulous now. artist for Clem and Tara. Indeed. And I, I have water for now, but we also I have iced tea and rum for later. So hydrate everybody. All right. Mm. Well, Darkhold Citadel is yours Stormwatch. you have itinerary you have an estimated time of arrival between the banquet of roughly three hours if you want to be slightly fashionably late while people are still enjoying uh crudite and appetizers and that sort of thing um and charcuterie uh four hours or so uh and the first wave of about a thousand soldiers with another thousand behind them are marching up the main thoroughfare towards again the exterior of the esoterium and also towards the uh, their barracks inside of the keep. The Thunderswing. So this is a really cool map. I really like this map. Like an old school cutaway. Pretty map. incredible. Very pretty. Yeah, so your barracks... said, hey, it's a bit big. I might get lost. Yeah. <laughs> an awful lot of stairs. Uh, lots this to is explore. why you don't split the party. Yes. 
Uh, well, y'all have several hours, uh, three to four to be exact, uh, and Nazgris does stop, and as he begins to ascend the central stairs of the entry hall, he turns and says, Oh, and um, do be, uh, of course, uh, do be careful not to wander too far into the mountain itself, the plateau itself. Oh. Up oh, or down. down as well. Oh boy. Well, Let's now I want nothing more than to explore. All right. I mean, what sort of warning is that? There are worse mm. things than discipline and death. Let's just say that. Huh? I see. Are they though? Well, if nothing else, uh, I would like to freshen up after the trip along the road. I would uh, like and then to go, do that as go well. meet our comrades in the mm. Ditto. And you said the Midnight Spire was where all the baths and stuff were, right? Nope, sorry, so that was my mistake. So it's the, the Gildum, the G-U-L-D-Y-M. The Gildum is the main tower. The Paragost Tower is the uppermost, yep, is, is one of the uppermost spires. But if you look down below the Paragost's Tower, okay, um, you can see that there appears to be sort of a set of barracks. Um, and then there is also uh, there are also two other main halls down here. Uh, the war room uh, is on this floor. Uh, this is a behind the. Uh... Oh, actually, that is my mistake. These are chambers. These are officers' chambers and high com the chambers of some of the uh, Stormwatch and uh, Zentilar and Zentarum officers, as well as high command structure on those of the Black Network. The second room here is the war room. Uh, and other officers' quarters on that floor as well. Uh, and on this floor uh, are the barracks, uh, washrooms, restrooms, etc. And there is also a, um, a, a bath for those of the Stormwatch and higher ranks up here. So you can find uh, a bath and a kitchen uh, on this floor, uh, as well as a lounge and a gallery that is here. Is this a singular bath for it's, it's all the like high-ranking people? Yeah, it's like a large bath, and as uh, members of the Stormwatch, you qualify for that as well. So the High Command, the Stormwatch, uh, there are uh, baths here as well. So the 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 um, the High Command, their rooms, right, are kind of uh, at the base level, uh, and the Paragost is all the way up at the top. There is also the Paragost's personal library. Uh, and also the peak of the Gildan, uh, the highest apex of the tower, uh, where it is said that the uh, Archmage of the Black Hand uh, can uh, only the, the Archmage uh, of the Black Hand or the Sable Accord, as well as the Paragost or the Emperor, have access to the top of the Gildan, the scrying chamber there. Below there is the restricted library, and then here uh, are uh, private quarters uh, of. Uh, sort of a lounge uh, studies and private quarters of the Archmages of the Black Hand, the Paragos, the Emperor, uh, and the uh, current uh, leader of the Black Network as well, which is Vendidicris. Uh, again, here is uh, the Grand Gallery, uh, and here are the baths. So. You said we had a couple of hours before the party? Three to four hours, yep. depending on how okay. fashionably late you want to be to the banquet itself. It's a banquet held in your honor, in the honor of your recent victories. 
Yeah, looking over this map, I'm stricken with an intense desire to play Castlevania Symphony of the Night again. Yeah, this map is great. So this is from uh, Darkhold, Secrets of the Centaurum, on the DMs Guild. Why? Yeah. Oh, wow, the name's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, carry on. And Clem is going to put his arm on Terra's shoulder and start walking in a direction. He's not sure where he's going, but he's intent on heading towards the baths. I think it's yeah, I think it's JVC Perry. Until we find something. Same. Tara wants a bath and then to lay down for an hour because her and Clem have been up since like two in the morning. Yeah, y'all got up <laughs> real early. <laughs> um, Rin's yeah, gonna Rin's gonna go up. <laughs> Rin's gonna go up for a bath too, and then after the bath, um, after the bath, go hit the armory for that requisition in lieu of payment. Okay. Uh the payment the payment was previously determined at 35 platinum. Yes. Yep. So in okay. in lieu of that, uh, you can keep uh uh you can keep 5 platinum what? and also well I'll say yeah, you can keep 5 I, platinum and also trade that in for this. I'm fine losing all of it because she needs you to buy it. the extra sets of clothes anyway. Awesome. Um so if we just want to hand wave that, that's fine. Sure. I was just double checking the number because I had already added it to her sheet last session. And I, I needed to take it away again. And I just wanted to double check the number on that. Um, yeah. Rain is requisitioning a set of shift weave. It's essentially a magical outfit that can switch between different outfits. Nice. As a bonus action. So when she shape shifts, she can change up her outfit in the same go. Um, I figured that would be useful for her. Pretty snazzy. Sounds appropriate. She's uh, not just the face, she's every face. So that is going to be... The armory is over here in the rock. So I'm going to... Uh, Reyna will show you the way. Uh, she needs to uh, requisition some new weapons as well. So... Uh, that is to the east, so I'm going to have Reyna come over there to the rock, and uh, if you want to disappear for a little bit, Avalon, we can say that uh, this is where you uh, go off and do your uh, slight downtime activity and go and requisition your shift weave with Reyna inside of the rock. Yeah, so Rin would go and do that after after party bath time. Because, um, I, mean, I mean, she'd want a bath too. Traveling sucks. Okay, so um, bath first. Yes. Okay, all right. So. Uh, so it's it's the closest we'll get to a beach episode. Um <laughs> Bathhouse episode. Alright, so I'm gonna go. Ahead we run and... into the Paragost in there. You can look for the Paragost if you want, but uh the banquet hall No, just seeing <laughs> in a different Just seeing SE if we game. run into him. In a different <laughs> SE game, my character is actually uh with the Paragost. Mm-hmm. Fine kind of with a weird thing, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a weird. Uh... It's a friends with benefits thing, I think. I, I don't know if there's like a hard label on it. They're kind of just enjoying each other's company. If you catch my drift. Yeah. My gosh. That character has a twenty intelligence and makes dumb decisions regardless. <laughs> I mean, is it a dumb decision to have a powerful friend? 
regardless, uh, relationships with the Paragoths and other games aside. All right, so Ren is going to head up to uh, the bathhouse. Okay, uh, just going to get a quick inventory of what everyone is doing here. Um, Tara, what would you like to do? Uh, Tara is going to take a bath and then lay down for about an hour-ish, um, a power nap, and then to go talk to the troops before heading to the party. Okay. All right, I'm going to put uh, Nazgris up here in the Chamber of Secrets. Kind of they're not Chamber of Secrets? All right. Um, is that a library? Yes. I, I've been wondering this whole time. That, okay. is, that is the library. Okay, uh, Clem, what are you doing? Definitely going to the baths first, and then I guess he will wander around not too far, looking for food and things to nibble on, while also attempting to cast mending on two items he's acquired throughout his journey. Okay. All right, easy enough. We'll put the new Themis token out here. All right, and uh, Themis, how about you? First a bath, and okay. then, and then having, and then uh, experience dictates go talk to the troops. Okay. All right. So one more for the uh, for the entry hall. All right, Simeon, how about you? Same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be sticking with uh, the plan that Themis laid out. Okay. All right. And also, while while we're, you know, traversing the stairs up and down, uh, definitely want to be able to sort of get an idea as to how formal this is going to be this evening. It's probably formal because I bet you the Paragost is going to be there. Um, and I don't know if there's any... This being a much more militarized setup than, you know, my previous crew, uh, is there a uniform I need to have? Ooh, that is a good question. I'll say, uh, I'll say based on all of your passive knowledge uh, and of the, uh, the command structure, at this type of event, this invitation-only event, um, uniform preferred but not required. Um, something nice but not too nice. Uh, there is uh, there's no sort of formal uh, formal military uh, uniform for this sort of a banquet type of thing, like you know, like there would be dress blues. It's kind of like whatever your best are. Uh, there is the there is the the Zentarum uniform itself for the Zentilar, but it's mostly uh, in the form of armor type of thing. So, um, if that makes sense, more or less, yeah. Okay, all right. So in the main entry hall you can see there is this massive sort of foyer that is lit by these ever-burning torches that give off this flickering rhythmic magical light there are statues of heroes from ages past holding banners of the black and gold holding blades aloft and two enormous banners of the winged snake drip down before you on the east and westernmost walls, the largest Zentarum banners you have ever seen just before you. And then there are also banners of Tempest and the Red Knight. Tempest here and here. And a portrait of this sort of uh, sullen figure that kind of appears to be a stylized version of the Paragost, um, 
as a man, but it is disturbing. It's the features are wrong and the cheeks are, it's almost very skull-like and you can see bits and pieces of the armor kind of transposed over this figure. The art almost seems to kind of shimmer and shift and move. Uh, and you can see on the left and right, there are these two heralds, uh, these statues that have also more of the banners of the winged snake and the black and gold. And of course, a hundred candelabras, sconces, braziers, that sort of thing, and more uh, doors that lead into the rear portion of Darkhold, uh, into what would be sort of main galleys for the soldiers, um, sort of storage. Uh, and uh, miscellany for all of those who are officers uh, or who are um, uh, 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 custodians, stewards, or Zentarum agents in its own level of barracks and, and kitchens on the first floor. Uh, beyond that, uh, heading up to the second up the stairs would bring you into um, the Grand Hall, which is supposed to be more impressive. So is that where you proceed to? Or is anyone else uh, doing yeah. anything in here? As okay, I'm figuring we're going to spend a, not necessarily a lot of time in here, but we're you know more of opportunity for sightseeing later. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't think we're in a super hurry, but we're not like lingering either. It's just sort of casual mm -hmm. ascension to the baths. Right. Yep. Kind of that whole. Okay, this is where this is. Remember this for later. Yes. So uh, the TLDR of that is nothing that really pertains too much to you um, on uh, the first floor, the main floor, the entry hall, right? So remember entry hall, entry hall, there's the, that really scary looking portrait of the Paragost. And as you walk up the steps, the portrait kind of, as you get closer, the portrait actually takes the appearance of the Paragost as you know him. That sort of armored figure with the sort of um, obsidian and steel uh, uh, armor that was uh, recently changed. Usually the Paragost has this bone white armor, but the battle armor of the Paragost is um, you've you've uh, you've seen stylized portraits of it. It's it's darker. It's sort of black obsidian and steel. It's more cold and dark than of that bone white, but the um, those elements in this portraiture, um, as you approach, you can see this man kind of meld into the shape of the, the Paragost in his more traditional form with sort of the, the, the steel armor and the bone white visage. Uh, it's this pale sort of smoky alabaster. Uh, very disturbing that the portraiture is kind of changing in front of your eyes. It's very interesting. Excuse me. That's very interesting. I agree. Indeed. It'd be interesting to observe things closer another time. <sighs> right. The main hall, the grand hall here, there is a beautiful vista of massive tapestries that take up the size of the side of a building, roughly the size of a small tavern. There are stylized, uh, to the east you can see 
the stylized portraiture of what appears to be a faceless figure. You recognize that sort of as a combination, a stylized combination that has um, regalia of both the sable accord and the black hand, sort of representing Zentarum mages. Here is a stylized version of Zentil Keep, your ancestral home, or the, the, the ancestral home of the first followers of Zentar. There is a, a beautiful vista atop a sun uh, a sun-quenched hill that overlooks this kingdom below it, and you can see fields um, of green and farms uh, and the walled city of Zentil Keep as well. And to the left, you can see the Zentilar in battle, and to the far left, uh, what appears to be a wyvern rider uh, with shield and uh, shield and lance. A stylized in a heroic pose. Here is the um, uh, um, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Artillery. <laughs> the uh, siege engineers of the Zentarum laying siege to uh, an unlabeled castle. And in the center, of course, you can see the stylized depictions um, of two individuals kind of reaching up towards uh, the heavens, and at the top of the door here you can see that symbol of Cyric with the eight-pointed star and the skull. And the two individuals here uh, are labeled as uh, Cyric and Zul Chimbrel on the right. Cyric and the form that he took as uh, a man, and on the right, Zul Chimbrel uh, as uh, he was. And the two adventurers here are kind of gazing down uh, this sort of stylized path up towards the eight-pointed star here. Cool. On, onward yeah, and upward. And okay. Yeah, yep. from there we just keep going. All right, so bypassing mm. the... Uh, you can kind of see into the Chamber of Secrets library. This is the public library. If you're here, you can enter the Chamber of Secrets, um, but you have to check in and register. Uh, heading up to the next layer, uh, the Chantry of the Black Hand. Um, you are kind of traveling along spiral staircases um, to the east or west um, that kind of just spiral up, and you can see this large altar that has the banner of the Black Hand, and you can see uh, there are these five robed individuals who seem to be uh, working around this altar with which there is a central orb in the center that emits this um, sort of a pale white light uh, with this massive banner and also these two um, viewing chambers that can serve as, uh, you know that this serves as the meeting place of uh, the Black Hand, after which uh, Nazgris joins you again uh, right, I forgot you're going to need an escort to get any higher than this uh, as uh, he kind of rendezvoused with you outside of the Chamber of Secrets uh, and you can continue to descend past the um, uh, past the officers' quarters, up through the war room, up to the barracks, and into the highest layer of Darkhold that you have access to with Nazgris and the private baths here. So in Vikings, there is... Um, uh, that King Eckbert has sort of a private bath where he holds his audiences. That's essentially what you end up in, but it is kind of lit by this dim blue light, and there are almost kind of these 
uh, this blue and purple shadow flame that kind of comes off of the steam uh, as you enter. And there is um, this figure that seems humanoid, but it is stretched in odd proportions. It is sort of uh, uh, ivory and porcelain, and it kind of has this um, jug. And it looks like, you know, the um, the, the art piece with, uh, you know, the... Uh, the screamer. The screamer, yeah. It kind of looks like that, but it's pouring... It, everything in Lovely. here is just a little disturbing. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and, uh, yep, uh, here you can... Uh, there's obviously cubbies and everything, so you can all uh, take the time now, flash cut... You are in this. Uh, you are in the officer's bath, and you now have some downtime with each other. And I will say, over the next half an hour or so, so um, probably between getting up here and getting into the bath, we'll say by the time you're out, it's been like an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes or so, an hour and a half. Um, so that would give you, you know, some more time. So that being said, uh, you find yourselves in an awkward situation where. Uh, you are either in your skivvies or in uh, an extra towel, uh, but you are all kind of awkwardly together in the uh, officer's bath, and Nazgris is just boy bear, just kind of hanging out, uh, and um, he uh, just kind of opens. There is this kind of large chest to the side with which there are glasses. Uh, uh, there are sort of chalices and also about ten different uh, ornate-looking uh, bottles of wine of which he uh, kind of takes a little one of the bottles out and kind of just puts out glasses for anyone that wants to grab a chalice and nazgris uh, with a chalice a silver chalice with sort of ruby gems in it uh, pours some of this red wine and sinks down up to his neck in the water and kind of just looks at all of you expectantly as you have this awkward moment where you're all just kind of well here we are in the bath and that's like so anyway carry on Episode one, dark hold. Kara <laughs> gives zero fucks. She will just strip down, grab the glass, and get right into the water. She's awesome. tired. She almost died. She at this point she doesn't even care. She just wants to get yeah. clean. Since Simeon's in a similar mode, uh, you know, minus drops, drops minus, off and steps in. Yeah. Minus uh -huh. the grabbing a glass of wine, Themis does the same. Just Rin similarly just strips down and grabs a glass of wine all right well yep, getting it done okay so this is Flatten this is... is already he's a barbarian so he just grabs one belt buckle basically and he kicks it off with his leg uh but before he steps in he's gonna apologize go to a corner and start brushing himself so that he doesn't get any stray fur into the baths to ruin it Perfect. before he steps in so. That is very thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, in the future, if you want some, in the future, if you want some help, I can give you a hand with that brushing when we have downtime, campfire and on ships and such. He's gonna, he's gonna look at you for like three seconds, like, hmm. All right. Can't roll an insight on that. Uh, can I roll an insight on you as well? <laughs> Counter yeah, insights. Go for it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, 14 for Rin. There you go. <laughs> and Clem. Clem is bad at insight, I think. No, he's alright. Uh, 10. 
yeah, I mean, Rin isn't really being, uh, she isn't hiding anything. She's just genuinely trying to help. He has hair all over his body. He's he's covered in fur. Despite his best efforts, I'm sure, he cannot reach everything. Um, she's this just is trying true. to help. Acrobatic. Yeah. Clem is very confused sometimes on what people's intentions are. He's used to people being much more forward, I guess is the best way to put it. So being in Faerun, he's definitely kind of had a culture shock in terms of what people... He has to think for a few moments before he really understands what people are saying to him. So he was just kind of trying to read you for a moment. Gotcha. Yeah, she, she wants to help. <laughs> Fine by me. And he's going to actually just give you the brush. And you can keep it. Okay, yeah. She'll she'll give him a hand while she's in the bath, too. Just give him a little brushy brushy. All right, so we're going to do a little exercise here. And uh, or we're going to say um, anyone uh, here uh, who asks a question of any other party member while having this downtime activity in the bath, relaxing, uh, can just go ahead and add a platinum piece to their their inventory. Say a single platinum piece. So, um, yep. So anyone who uh, asks another party member a question, regardless of what it is, you can go ahead and add a platinum piece to your inventory. When that wants to take advantage so of as they're, it's optional. As she's sitting there brushing him and stuff, um, I feel like at this moment she's like sitting on the edge of the bath with her feet dangling in the water, um, just so she can like reach everything well because he's taller than her, um, at least in her current form. Anyway, uh, Rin asks Clem, so, um, apologies if this is prying, but where are you from? I don't think I've seen anyone else like you around. Well, I'm from the Feywild. Have you heard of that before? Probably, but DM, have I heard of the Feywild? Do yeah, I need to roll I, yeah, everybody knows what the Feywild is. It's kind of like, what? Okay. It's like, no, you're not. Rin... <laughs> Rin also grew up reading basically every book in a library, so I feel like she might have oh. even, like come across you know stories and such it, um, it is a bold claim uh one that makes you think oh for real how what uh, a lot of questions going through your head right now but the bold assertion so that someone before you is, is <laughs> yes and then it kind of it, i mean it gives some some pause for doubt i so how did you get here then like on this plane well, I was just kind of wandering about. My people like to be wanderers, and we go various different places, and sometimes we just end up disappearing. But Feywild just does that sometimes, and I was walking through some flowers, I saw some pretty birds, and then huh. I just found myself here. Are you cool with that? Do you want to get back home? Is that something you're trying to do eventually? At first I thought so, but not right now. 
so many cool things to see here and I've actually collected a lot of things and question for you Simeon and one, one platinum for Rin by the way Clem is going to pull out the one of the items he's collected and he's gonna move closer to Simeon no matter where he is in this bath uh, and he's gonna pull out a we're naked so uh, he just has it on his fur but Wedged in he there. has a where did it come from? Uh, black, the black withered hand that he stole from the blushing mermaid. And you can see that several of the fingers have probably been smashed from when he was in combat before, but he's been casting mending to try and fix it. And he's going to kind of hold it out for you. Okay, so... I was wondering... By the way, mm -hmm. with, with your mending, did you do that before you went into the bath, or...? Oh yeah, this was as I was as we were kind of walking along at night, and then also up the stairs. Got it. Okay, so carry on. Yeah, I was gonna All say. Right. I think mending is a casting time of like ten minutes, a minute. Yeah. So it's, oh so yeah, it's, no, it's finally Andrew. together. Anytime, <laughs> anytime he's had free time, he's essentially been doing this. It's like, oh crap, I just crushed one of these fingers, you know, stuff like that. Uh, he's gonna hand it to Simeon though and ask. Why did you buy me that drink at the Blushing Mermaid? Uh, well, I was being friendly. Um, I, I'm kind of curious as to why, why did you take this? It was interesting, and it was the... It's like the first memory of all of us being together. So... Yeah, I suppose it makes sense. Other than taking a tankard from there or something like that, so. Plus, it freaked me the hell out. I, I, I'm figuring the, the tankard you'd probably be able to get more use out of, but you never know what you might need to do with a, a mummified hand. Yeah. Plus, you know, you grab a tankard and you forget where you get it from, you know? At least with this, it's much more distinct, I think. Um, you hear a... Would you uh... like back? <laughs> You hear? No, it's yours. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so are you giving this to Simeon? Oh yeah, it's his. Like the moment I hand it out to him, uh, if he takes it, I let go completely. If not, I'll just let it float in the water right in front of him. Okay. All right. So as you finish casting, uh, the last little bit, as you know, the magic kind of winds down as you kind of pull it out, and the last little bits of this hand begin to reconnect. You hear just a whisper in the back of your mind um, that just says, Lost. And you look down at the hand and it kind of begins to kind of move and its palm kind of begins to look, kind of turn towards you. And it just kind of, the hand begins kind of pawing down in and of itself and you hear this kind of rising cacophony of whispers like this. Uh, he's immediately going to step back and it's like, well, it's yours now. <laughs> and he's going to uh, <laughs> oh, um, get way, out of that are, situation. You are, you are handing this over at Simeon and you notice that, um, Clem, can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Jeez. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, sure. 
Uh, a, a quick question, sure. DM, as he's doing this. Do we have our, like, domain roles yet? Our captain titles and whatnot? Uh, yes. And is this against a charm or frighten effect? It is not. Okay. I'm still frightened. It's not, yeah, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a charm. It's not a frighten effect. It's a, it's a kind of specific effect. Uh, okay. So, well, I rolled a 12. Okay. Um, so as this is happening, uh, uh, Simeon, um, in that moment, uh, Clem kind of has that that kind of mean look that he has in the art kind of just uh, <laughs> and seems to be breathing and moving but you kind of put a hand uh, to take it and he seems to kind of be very stoic and very quiet all of a sudden and he's not moving and you're trying to pull it the hand that his hand all around the wrist of this hand is like gripped tight and Clem you uh, I'm going to pause and come back to you Simeon what do you do uh I mean, he, he reaches out to take the hand, uh, but then when Clem just sort of locks up, he's like, hey, hello, are you there? Clem? Clem, you have this... Well, actually, hang on. I gotta check one thing. Real quick. I gotta check one thing. While she's checking on that, I do want to add a quick thing. As Rin was brushing Clem's fur, she was using prestidigitation to help clean anything. But also, um, just adding like a. Um... It is a charm effect, by the way. So you can. It is a charm effect. I was. Uh... I was. I was mistaken. But nobody else. Nobody else sees this happening. Yeah, the I don't. I don't think Rin does either. Else. Clem moved away from. Uh, Clem moved away from her for this conversation, so I don't think she sees it either. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just as Rin was. Yes. I'm sorry. Because I, my hand is locked on it and it's like a withered hand, am I crushing it in any way? Or is it like... Pretty resilient, surprisingly. Okay, just wanted to know. Doesn't seem right. to be... Seeing the reaction, Clem's reaction, Thamus is gonna like sit a little bit straighter, be a little on guard. Clearly something happened, though she doesn't know what. Yeah. And... Uh, um, you don't want to. You don't want to give this hand up. There is again. That's that feminine voice that just keeps saying "lost, lost, lost." And Can I move or do anything. You have a moment where paralyzed. you kind of snap back to reality in that moment. You can see Simeon kind of, and Themis kind of leaning forward, and. All of your wits have returned after this very strange sort of lapse in judgment and sort of consciousness where you kind of went into a little bit of a mm. daze, but you don't want to give it up quite yet. Um, if you don't mind, I it's not finished, not not fixed yet. Um, oh, all right. And he'll just kind of clutch it to his chest and it'll like half disappear in his fur and he will kind of just waddle back over to yeah. Rin for some comfort combing. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's it, it's as simple as, you know, having like uh, some trading cards in a binder and someone's like, what about this one? And you're like, well, that's like a collector's item. You're not. Yeah. That, that's the kind that's of a, vibe. That's a foil Charizard. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, well, there was I, we were doing trades at, at at the hobby shop this past weekend, and and um, I was like nine dollars in the hole for a trade, and 
as they're getting to the back of the binder, I'm like, please don't take Chandra. Please don't take Chandra. Because I forgot to take her out of there. No. But anyway. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of uh, business back as usual. So, uh, Clem, uh, one platinum piece to you. Uh, there are still four others if you want to answer questions of other folks. But yeah, that uh, Clem kind of like, yeah, no big deal. Kind of tucks it away in his fur. But very strange. Themis, you kind of mm-hmm. were like, hmm, you know. But as seems above board so far on the surface. Yeah. Um, as Rain is brushing his fur, oh, she's I using the squeaky chair that makes fart noises. I apologize. Good. It's it's. Uh, she's she's using prestidigitation to make his fur smell like lavender and honey. Okay. All right. So yeah. So there's this overwhelming scent of lavender and honey now. As uh, Ren just a little bit of magic out of um, her fingertips, just and there's this overwhelming scent of really delightful scents. Yeah, she's like humming. <laughs> um, she's like humming a lullaby as she uh, as she brushes his fur. Not very loud. Not loud enough to like interrupt any conversations or anything. Mm-hmm. Just just brushing and humming, and uh, imbuing him with that scent. Okay. Uh, so, so he's going to sit back down after his adventure with uh, with Clem. Yeah, and the hand, <laughs> Clem, and, and the, the withered hand. hand. Yep. Yeah, all right. Got a Whatever. handshake. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here, that's essentially what it was. It was here, shake this hand. Right, I'm gonna put it back into my fur now. I change my mind. Amos will re- relax a little bit, but still not let the guard down completely. Uh, Nazgris says, "Did you take that from the blushing mermaid?" He won't look up. Hydrate, by the way. Hydrate. Thank you, Blue Lord. Hydrate. Yeah, I collect myself. Uh, He will not look up for five seconds. And then he'll just mutter, no. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to raise his eyebrow. Anyway, carry on. Aluna would have also been uh, just watching that whole ordeal mm. and will probably be uh, sitting close to Themis as I, as I see her prepare uh, for anything sussy. that might go down. Real sussy. <laughs> Real sussy. <laughs> and uh, when things sort of kind of start to calm down again, I'll, I'll definitely lean over to her and be like, fucking notice that over there. What do you think was going on? I don't know. Which is, and not knowing, is a lot of times worse. I mean, if he's connected to it, I guess that's fine. But uh, maybe we just keep an eye on him. It's magic of some kind, clearly. Clearly. That counts as a question, by the way. So go ahead and give yourself a platinum alert. <laughs> oh, I need to give myself platinum. <laughs> This is how he loses his money. <laughs> uh, this is our this is our little this is our this is our D and D social coin exchange, as I call it. <laughs> and while while Simeon's sort of leaning back, he he looks over to Tara, uh, sorry, yeah, to Tara, and just, I have a feeling we've met somewhere before. I I, I can't put a finger on it though. Are you? Tara, from... can I... oh, go ahead. Are, are you from Flan? I am, actually. Um, you look familiar as well. Um, is that where you hail from? 
I did, yes. Spent the first few years working working a syndicate there. Oh, well, that's probably how we know each other. I um, did a bit of less than legal fighting while I was there, so I got to know, or at least see a lot of the more underground people. Yeah, no, I was I was an enforcer for Movben. They uh, they they did me dirty though, but uh, I don't mm. hold it against them. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, I grew up there. Um, I'm not really sure if that's where I was born or not, but that's where I ended up when I was young. Um, I was happy, happy to get away. Just a place, you know? This is true. I, I was happy to, to get out and see. I, I wanted to see more of the world around me and I was happy to leave so I could do that well with any luck we'll have a proper homecoming for those of us who are from Thran not me but for the two so, of you are. have you found Tara have you found the world thus far to your liking one platinum by the some, way worth digging. some parts of it other parts not so much what about yourself? Where are you from, Demis? Up north. Far, far north. Winter Wolves Division, which is basically blankets the the entirety of the Savage North fought during the uh, Silver Marches. Terror, you make go ahead, sorry. oh sorry no i was just gonna ask um do you get back up there very often the last time i went back was was quite some time ago post the war just kind of stayed where i was for a bit Helping, pe helping people rebuild for a while and then got and then got summoned here. So all of you would know that the Winter Wolves were one of the main mercenary bands that operated in and around the time of the War of the Silver Marches. They had been stationed all throughout the Savage North, including the Dwarven Strongholds, um, occasionally in Silvery Moon, uh, we're known to travel from hotspot to hotspot, so any of the local lords or nobles who wanted to uh, have a little bit of extra protection uh, in the war against the uh, orcish uh, clans from the northern mountains uh, there, uh, and against the um, the marauders uh, during the war itself, would hire their winter wolves for very high cost, and they were some of the best, most elite warriors that operated during the war of the Silver. I think that's everybody for a platinum. So thanks everybody for the social exchange currency. 
And Nazgris... You get paid for social interactions in real life. That'd right? Be nice. Well, <laughs> Nazgris finishes his wine and just, well, this has been lovely. That's it for me. I'm going to go prepare for dinner. You're welcome to stay as long as you'd like, but I recommend using your time wisely. Chugs the last of... Mm, mm, delicious. Of the that wine in the chalice. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, it kind of turns around. Uh, a Tarmogoyf. And just kind of waves a hand and you can see somewhat this, this invisible force uh, pick up the chalice and kind of float it out of the door. Uh, or out of one of the service uh, flaps. Oh, uh, Unseen Servant. Uh, Match the Gathering reference. Its name is Tarmogoyf. You can just call on it and whatever you need, the Unseen Servant will that sort of <clears throat> black hand magic. Don't worry about it. It's been here for decades. It's here to serve. Well, and Before you leave, yes, uh, is there anyone to bring this to our, our uh, approved or our, our selected quarters? Uh, well, now that you are here, it's the level below that we uh, passed on the way up. Uh, just don't go any further up. You won't be able to get in anyway, but um, some of the uh, more unseen elements beyond the unseen servant may start asking questions uh, or uh, other things. You might find that Darkhold is full of things seen and unseen. Just follow the rules and don't wander too far and you'll be fine. Um, but the floor below this are the barracks for uh, the Stormwatch, uh, and for uh, other Stormwatch officers and for members of command. Sounds good. Thank you. Of course. Uh, and uh, any uh, any assistance, any of the uh, custodians here, which you've seen, you know, several, almost a hundred, uh, they have kind of just black robes, very plain, and sort of a pendant of the Zentalar that kind of hangs around their neck. Um, some of them have the hoods up or not. They are sort of the custodians, very, you know, plain-looking folk um, who are paid uh, or who work here at Darkhold, uh, all up and down and seem to be just the stewards here of the, the upper levels and of Darkhold itself. Um, Simeon will probably uh, sit for another, you know, 15 minutes or so. Uh, and then we'll we'll head down to to the barracks, uh, do a bit of a stretching routine, uh, and then dress up as best he can uh, and head down to the uh, to the the main barracks. Okay, safe to say, is everyone doing roughly the same thing? Going back to the barracks, getting changed. Uh, now that you have um, freshened up, taking a bath, you smell like lavender and honey. You get clean. There were also. A dozen scented soaps up there of all different uh, all different kinds inside of the bath itself uh, perfumes soaps uh, moisturizers that sort of thing green tea extract all of the above wow. yeah uh, egg white yeah. masks Can I just stay uh, here everything <laughs> yeah it's very very high society up in the upper levels of um, the um, gildan and congratulations Queen. to us for not being common foot soldiers um yes <laughs> pretty much. Also, I mean, um, it took us like 30 minutes to walk all the way up here. Although, it it's been like an hour and 15 minutes or so. The path wasn't too long. It was like famous. Famous would try would try to find someone who could get her a cup of tea. 
Okay. Something There's a without. kitchen across the way on the same level. Something without just... alcohol. Yes, th there are, again, better part of, on this floor in particular, there is at least 12 of these servants. Uh, most of them, it's a little warm from the kitchen, so they have their hoods pulled back. Very unassuming individuals, right, um, of all uh, gender expressions and you know, that sort of thing. So you can find anyone here. There's about 12 the of them wandering back and forth. Very she quiet. Finds, she will ask for a cup of tea. Done. Okay. Yep. So very quickly... They kind of walk very quickly, you know, kind of shuffling. They're also very quiet, and they kind of have the long robes with their hands, and almost like monks, you know, but um, they uh, very quickly, uh, two minutes as you're kind of gathering your things and, and drying off and getting ready to go back down to the barracks, yep, you have a cup of tea. Uh, it is sort of this um, uh, very plain porcelain mug, and it has these... Um, Around the mug is sort of just this black snake design that seems to kind of, as you, if you look at it too long, the snake seems to kind of move along the side of the mug. I want one. It's like... <laughs> you can have this one when I'm done. <laughs> um, but yes, whatever you want oh, in the kitchen. in real life. Yeah, whatever you want, you can place an order. You can get snacks, you can get tea, um, any food you want to freshen up with. Um, just let me know what you get, and any of the servants here can provide it to you. The soaps and just... lotions were exquisite and complimentary. Alura would probably pocket a couple. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, the soaps? Yeah, yeah, No problem. Nobody's going to be worried is... if you pocket some of the soaps, especially if you're, going, if you're marching to war soon. Those are bargaining chips. We can... Uh... Yeah. We can use those to buy stuff later. I'm sure. Give me information, and you can line. have my uh, you can have my fancy soap. You, you um, want to smell like roses? Give me that information. <laughs> <laughs> um, hell, oh, uh, Rain just finishes up in the bath and and does her trip to the armory to get and imbue a set of shift weave with a few outfits, ah. including As... some uh, fancy dress black and gold all right i would like for everyone to roll perception for me go ahead and give me a group perception check on this level i want to see something Ooh, oh wow. my goodness it's yeah, so do we. that's why we're making the text. colin oh. is here just in time for stealing soap i love what? it <laughs> 22 22 21 19 Okay. All right. I got a 10. Okay. Um, Did you say natural one, Tara? No, I said a 21. 21. And Allura, what oh, did you get? Okay. <laughs> a nine. A nine. Okay. So uh, Clem 22, Tara 21? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> Clem, you and Tara, uh, and you're, you're standing in the main hall here. So the main hall there is a there is a figure here and it's kind of it's a stone figure you some of you may recognize it we'll get to that in a second but uh it has sort of these um uh, uh these very simple plain leathers on this statue and it is kind of holding one fist up in the air uh and in it uh, there is um uh, a dagger that is kind of uh, uh, the hilt is sort of the stylized, curved, twisted hilt. It kind of spirals around, comes to a point, and the blade is kind of along the side of their forearm. Uh, and they have this sort of... It's all a single-color sort of stone granite statue. Um, 
and there's a bandana that has been carved around the forehead. And both of you hear essentially what is like someone chewing on an apple coming from the top of the stairs here. And you hear just this like the sound of the wind. And you look up to the top of the stairs here and there is someone just kind of hanging out and eating an apple. Are they in uniform? Uh, black leathers. Oh, sorry. Very, you just very, uh, well, no, that, that's that's the, the, the statue. Um, but oh. the, this person also has sort of very um, uh, sort of similar to what a, a Zentarum agent that you've interacted with might be wearing. Sort of unassuming black leathers, uh, some flexible material. Um, but they also have a crimson bandana around their forehead. Hmm. They just, they just are leaning up against the wall, one leg uh, up with a knee out, uh, looking across the other side towards the direction of the baths and just chewing on an apple. Do I recognize their face? You kind of do a double take, and they look very similar to the statue. Oh, nice. Are you seeing this, Clem? Are they doing the same pose as well? Uh, no. They, no, they're chilling and eating yeah, an apple yeah. because it's they're they're leaning right. against the wall eating the eating this apple. Yeah. And then I will stroll over and look directly at the statue to see if there's a name on it. Okay, you do that, and as as you do that, this individual kind of uh, looks towards you, takes another bite of the apple, kind of throws it over his shoulder towards the two of you, and walks into this chamber. Can I try to catch the apple? Yes, you can. You reach out, and you try to grab the apple, and as it kind of comes toward you, the apple kind of disintegrates into shadow. And there is this long trail of sort of like shadow dust that has this sort of glistening element to it. And as you swear, you grab onto something. It's just shadow and air. That just happened, right? I'm not just like overly tired. The apple was there and then it wasn't wasn't there, right, Clem? Yeah, kind of a waste of food, huh? Yeah. Do I see a name at all on the statue, or...? At the very bottom of the statue, there is a placard. And there is a phrase. And I'll type it out here in the Roll20 chat.
It says, when you lift up the gutters, those in power will quake and tremble with fear when all is laid bare and all are equal. There's no name. Okay. There's no name. Interesting quote, though. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, he's just gonna march right towards the doorway. Be like, uh, wait up, wait up, please. That's what I was gonna do too. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> you uh, you kind of ascend to the doorway, and you can see that up here, as you kind of reach a small landing, it continues again towards the back of the castle, and then up in two different directions. But there is no one there. Oh, that's a restricted area, isn't it? is uh, and there is you hear a voice from behind you pardon me that area is off limits to all but black hand and the paragos well as the emperor did you see someone come up here right before us see many people Black. did not see anyone ascend those stairs before you though can I offer you some chamomile? Are you feeling all right? No, I'm allergic. Uh, if it's... has to be one of those three, then, unless someone just snuck by and intruded. I assure you not. The Emperor and the High Command are gathering in the Banquet Hall. There hasn't been anyone up those stairs all day. I mean, unless I'm crazy, the guy kind of looked like the statue a little. So, I don't, I don't think somebody snuck in. Rin leans in conspiratorially with a with a smirk. What if it was a ghost? Well, there's plenty of ghosts in Darkhold. It's not beyond the realm of possibility here. Many unseen servants. Many spirits that dwell within these halls. There is power in the apex of this tower, especially around the statue of our patron deity, as he was before he ascended to divinity. And they just kind of bow and slide back into the. I mean, I guess since we can't go up there. We should just maybe keep an eye out when we go to the banquet. Maybe we see him again. I mean, unless I you want to try sneaking up there. I mean, from what it sounds like, they don't know everyone that goes up the stairs, or they would have seen them, right? So yeah, mm -hmm. I know everyone maybe. that comes through this hall. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the uh, patron deity? Derek. So this is a kind uh, of like a, an unassuming looking woman in sort of mid-50s, kind of short brunette hair, a little curl, a little stylized. A very plain looking individual, but um, uh, she seems very confident that she knows every she knows all the comings and goings of this part of the of the keep. Yes. Not to be uh, rude, but obviously not because somebody just went up there <laughs> and you said you don't you didn't see them. 
He just kind of looks at you and just... And then just continues on with just... <laughs> You are not worth I my time. Wall. Yeah, basically. Like, I get that a lot. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. It's fine. <laughs> so when she's gone... We'll just go up the stairs. Right, so I Just will say. Just kidding. To, <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to, no. To save you the trouble, you're, you're as you kind of gaze up. One of the other servants says, um, "I wouldn't. The doors on the upper level are specifically coded to the magic and the essence of the individuals with whom access is authorized." Um. None of you seem to look healthy enough to survive attempting to enter the upper chambers. Um, the door is uh, sealed with a power word, so if you don't, uh, if you want, don't do it. This is just kind of like an elderly man who's walking by a scene. You gotta look up the stairs. I, I this is all. This is all code for uh, unless you want to write up a second character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, wild magic, I got mine ready. <laughs> this 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 is dark hold. The the forbidden yeah. areas are definitely locked with power word kill runes. So I wouldn't. <laughs> it's kind of what they I'll were getting at. Tone. Yeah. It's kind of what this is kind of what the old man was getting at. I do want to say that I have dispel magic on my spell list. <laughs> you can certainly try. Yep. I'm not no, going to do it so right now. I'm just saying I have the ability. I'm pretty sure Rin has just like left you guys to your devices and gone down to the armory. So okay, all right. So Rin is yeah. just taken off towards the armory. Okay, all right, awesome. Yeah, Sim Simeon also has headed off to to deal with with you know getting dressed and heading down to talk to the troops. Uh, all right, famous would have done the same. Troops. Uh, yep. Gotten dressed and then headed down to talk to the troops. Easy enough. All right, so you make your way down to the barracks. It is um, spacious in a way, but uh, they are so it's sort of bunk format. But the bunks are very comfortable. The mattresses are soft. Uh, so are the pillows. Um, all the amenities that you could um, uh, that you could ask for as far as sleeping comfortably, extra blankets, uh, uh, tables, bureaus, uh, foot lockers, that sort of thing. It is a very militaristic um, setting. Um, but it kind of puts you all as equals. All right, so beyond going to the armory, is anyone else doing anything special or unique in Darkhold before? Sounds like y'all are going to rendezvous and mingle with the 2,000 soldiers who were granted leave inside the keep. I guess, yeah, go and meet the troops, and yeah. You don't have to. You can do, you can do other things if you want. This is Z&D. I mean, true, 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 true. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you want to go touch the door with a power word killer, and you absolutely can. I'm not saying you can't do that. Well, now that you say the word kill, I thought it would be power <laughs> word heal or something. <laughs> I mean, you have, you do have the whole castle. Uh, no, I think he is curious to see who who is part of the 
part of the squads and everything else. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll say uh, you make your way back through the Gildan, through the Chantry of the Black Hand, lateral to the Chamber of Secrets, where you can see in, but not the spiral staircase along the exterior of the Gildan Tower. Just skirts around where you can see these sort of chamber doors that seem to have like a little bit of a shimmering barrier on them, but you know that you do have access. It is public for those that are here. The Grand Hall and the Entry Hall back out into the main chamber levels where you can feel sort of a cool wind blowing outside as you make your way through the grounds towards the Thunderswing Barracks. We're approaching a break, but not yet. I just want to let everyone know we're getting there. So um, probably within the next 15 minutes or so, roughly after that, we should be close to a break. So that being said, Rin, very easily you're able to obtain by the time y'all get to the Thunderswing Barracks after making your way down the Gildam Tower out into the main courtyard. And then north is the way that it's positioned, which would be left north towards where the North Tower is there. The Thunderswing Barracks. It's about right around this time that you're able to rendezvous with Reyna, Ren, and also uh, make your way to, if you would like to spend more time in anywhere else, because you are somewhere else, or you can rendezvous with everyone else at the Thunderswing Barracks. It's up to you. What are you thinking, Ren? But you are able to make that transaction. I'm not going to do too much with it, but you do have that shift weave. Um, after, after she gets the shift weave and is able to get the uh, five different outfits, which I will write descriptions for later. I didn't have a chance this week. Anyway, um, she'll just get dressed up in the in the military black and gold. You know, her metaphorically speaking, dress blues. Because um, it's not blue. Anyway. Uh, and just meet everyone at the dinner, I think. Because um, it'll take a while to figure out sizes and such. Um I imagine while she's getting the shift weave and getting the outfits that comprise it, she's turning into the shapes that she intends to use those outfits for mm. so that they can be properly sized. So I imagine that takes up pretty much all of her time before the before the dinner. The armory slowly gets very busy. There's about 20 different officers in here as well who are all kind of requisitioning um, specially crafted gear with uh, sigils of either Cyric or uh, of the Winged Snake or Tempest and the Red Knight. Um, lots of requisition orders, and it's very busy um, in here as well. There's also about five different um, armors that are in here that are pounding hammer to anvil or um, uh, sort of a fine, finely tuned hammer into um, different types of leather or reinforced leather armor, hammering studs, um, securing uh, different types of um, uh, weave, uh, magical weave into uh, different types of armor into your shift weave. Um, forging blades. Uh, this there's a smell of um, a sort of coals and a flame and steel and oil uh, in this room. It is very loud. Lots of clanging and banging, uh, and you kind of have to shout a little bit. But uh, you can see that the entire sort of chamber is filled with hundreds, hundreds of finely crafted stylized weapons and up in sort of the highest levels of this first dome you can see what appear to be uh, weapons that have been placed on placards uh, for display that all have 
um, very specific inscriptions on the bottom, a little too high up, but they're are, they are all around the dome of the building. And basically, what you gather is that these are um, uh, these are legendary weapons of Zentarum champions over the years. Cool. Would so. love to uh, dive deeper into that at a future date. All right. Yeah, it's um, mostly for uh, it's for showcase and display. It's you know several. It's about like you know sixty feet up uh, from where you are. I'm, it, go, it comes to a dome, uh, and there are sort of um, very colorful stained glass, sort of blues and purples, um, shadows, specters, skulls, um, depictions of the Shadowfell, um, depictions of dungeons and of adventuring parties, that sort of thing. It's all very breathtaking. Um, but in the meantime, hydrate, hydrate. Thank you. Hydrate. Uh, uh, Nazgris is up in the chamber of secrets, or in finishing up, grabbing some more books. The five of you, Themis, uh, Clem, Terra, Simeon, and Allura, all make your way to the Thunderswing barracks. And you can see now that the that the bottom level of the, um, you know that at the base level, after you enter in through the entry hall that entire base of darkhold castle is all interior barracks there are still a few tents that are sort of command tents that have been set up uh and specific areas that seem to be you know maybe a quartermaster um or that sort of thing in the central area but most of the soldiers are kind of slowly trickling into the barracks in the inside of the castle and the doors to the thunderswing are wide open and as this kind of storm rolls in that we had seen before um, the wind picks up a little bit and you can get hear more distant thunder approaching closer to you um, and even the sound of thunder that seems to kind of residuate from inside of the barracks as well some kind of a magical effect and you can hear very jovial uh, cheers and jubilation coming from inside as sort of a warm rustic light radiates from barracks. Beautiful. Quick question. Did we get like a glimpse of what the gallery of spoils is? If we pass by it or it is it is sealed, but um there are Okay. There are some very there are some reinforced windows that also have magical wards on them you can see that kind of shimmer of magic on the outside and yeah inside you can see what is essentially uh either you catch a glimpse of rider as you kind of pass by um she's in there again with maybe like uh six or seven different aids and attendants yeah. uh and there it seems to be there is <laughs> uh what seems to be on the far side a gnarled tree uh, some form of a gazebo with sort of this gelatinous substance inside with what you can see as kind of this hulking um, humanoid figure uh, and also this kind of large uh, in all of these galleys are spoils, treasures, crowns, weapons, artifacts and this very large kind of humanoid um, uh, indentation into the stone here that is kind of like a large doorway that has this kind of uh, titan forge shape in it uh and again just dozens of these um glass container of these glass cases um on display all in the 
uh, sort of nooks and crannies here uh, that have over a hundred different relics, artifacts that are all roughly the size of a uh, basketball or a crown or, you know. Yeah. There's not a basketball, like but it's the size or roughly, you know, so scepter, okay, scepters, crowns, orbs, you know, things of that nature. You want to go ponder an orb, this is the place to do it. Orb, 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 orb. It looks like there's a T-Rex in there, too. Now that, well, that's on the upper <laughs> floors. That you, that you can't really see. I mean, I don't see that, but, you know. <laughs> yes, there there is a T-Rex skeleton in there, too, as well. Which is an interesting little <laughs> addition that they added in there. Yeah, so it looks like a gazebo, right. but it's in reality, it's sort of like a stasis field. A lot of, lot of really interesting things in here. Mm. Right. As you enter, right. or continue on to the Thunderswing Barracks, you hear as you can see a large group of soldiers, and there is sort of like a what appears to be sort of a makeshift, very streamlined kind of a military bar operation there at the far end that has uh, six kegs uh, sort of into the back wall uh, and there are in uniform quartermasters right who are serving ale and as you can see a large group you know there's hundreds of soldiers in here clang their mugs together the sound of thunder rumbles from inside of the barracks just Oh, that's awesome. And this is a mess hall, and sort of on the opposite sides of the mess hall, you can see what are essentially rooms for extensions of the barracks. So they, they head to the left, and there is a much longer extension, that uh, which are more like the officers' quarters to the left, and a larger extension that goes the entire length of the plateau, almost all the way back, which you take for the remainder of the barracks. When we were getting uh, introduced and updated on on everything here, did we get the name of the commander of the unit uh, that is been given bar or been been given uh, provision here inside the tower? Yeah, I would say there are many units here. Um, all different legions, all different um, of the Zentilar. So I would say, let's see, uh, third legion, sixteenth legion, uh, and twenty-third legion. are are most of many of them are stationed in here but there are uh, a few sort of military bards who are kind of playing more upbeat music and this is the first location in darkhold where it's almost like a breath of fresh air it's not as dark or creepy as the rest of it and these are you know better part of a thousand soldiers spread throughout the barracks the main uh, plateau uh, and filtering into um, the lower chambers of Darkhold, or the main level chambers of Darkhold for the extended interior barracks. It is yeah. kind of a relief, in a way. Less creepy. More, here are just soldiers, you know, that are enjoying some leave. And again, every time, every time someone calls for 
uh, a toast. When the mugs clang together, there is a rumble of thunder that comes from inside the barracks, inside this sort of um, mess area. Uh, yeah, so uh, Simeon is going to, uh, I mean, start mingling. I mean, he's he's gonna, you know, go up and get a get a tankard, uh, clank in with with one of the the, the toasts. Okay. And just sort of get a get a get a feel for which legion he's with, uh, and just you know, chumming up with them. I guess is the best way to put it. Aluda is gonna do something pretty similar. She's gonna grab a drink, probably not drink much of it, but just kind of hold it as she walks around and so, observes, all listens right. to conversations, talks to people. So um, it's uh, the battle captain here is uh, Miguel Zareth. And uh, you can see he has the yep he has sort of the um, the uh, black clamp around the crimson red cloak uh, that is flowing and he is drinking very slowly and seems to be at the center um, uh, of all of this and as you all filter in uh, find some mugs some of you do a toast for the to get that sort of thunderous effect and it's less intense it's kind of like being at the the rainforest cafe but less tacky right <laughs> less tacky more serious it's like it's it's like a a harmless sensory effect that's been sort of uh, imbued into the architecture of the thunderswing barracks so as you kind of pff, clang mugs there's pff, that rumble of thunder uh above you so cool But the battle captain is very obvious. If you want to go up and approach him. Oh yeah, Simeon actually does want to go talk to the battle captain. Awesome. Okay. All right, you make your way over. He kind of just looks over at you expectantly. Captain. Was was hoping to get a chance to speak with you before we. They, they're making us go to dinner with commanders. I, I don't understand, but what have you. Another <laughs> He kind of looks you up and down. You would be one of the members of the Stormwatch, yes? Indeed. He kind of looks around and you can see uh, again this cacophony of laughter at that. It's very loud. He's like, I'm sorry, it's very loud in here. Yes, I am with the Stormwatch, you see. I hear you recovered quite the prize. Am I safe to assume that our security in the north has been assured that the Harriers will indeed, or should they succeed, have the protection that they so seek to keep this asshole Dagol off of our asses? By hook and by crook, we secured the prize for the Zintalar. You can see this kind of relief and realization watch over him, and it slowly builds into this sort of beaming smile. And just... It's a relief. You know, these fuckers deserve everything that they're about to get. And he kind of turns around and... Bad Legion! 16th Legion! 23rd Legion! And then everyone kind of slowly comes to attention and he kind of gets up on top of the table, just kind of runs up and holds up the mug and says, We have special guests with us today! He kind of looks at the rest of you kind of trickling in. 
The Storm Watch has arrived, and as is confirmed by the High Command, they have the prize which will keep the assholes of the North off of our fucking asses! They've retrieved the mask! It is as they say! And in such, let's unleash the fury of the mountains upon these fuckers in the north. And there's this long pause and just, hey, and then another clasp of thunder. <laughs> and he just, <laughs> we can now march east unharried. There's much more in the works. I have assurances from all the Stormwatch and these, this unit was the last to report in the north. Hey! The south! From Athkatla to Brinjandia to fermenting dispute in Waterdeep to dragons in the north to open rebellion and class warfare in Baldur's Gate and to the fall of Eltergard! No longer will these paladins harry and harass our path to glory. We have achieved much, and we will be unscathed as we march back to reclaim our ancestral home. Felicita! Menting. And then there this we echo. Felicita! And then... As like three cheers yeah. and the thunder, and it is just louder than you can barely hear anything in here. And this, there's this crowd swell around you that just kind of is kind of like tapping you on the back, giving you recognition. I'm just gonna try and keep the cheer going. He's gonna keep slamming his maul into the ground, hoping to sustain <laughs> it for a few more clashes. Yeah, you kind of. Tap them all on the on the uh, the stonework and nothing happens. Other than you tap them all on the stonework, it seems to be a sensory effect related to the clanging of mugs specifically. Oh, there's no. Oh, okay. Neat. <laughs> well, you can make that work. I'll try yeah. not to damage the floor. I'll stand next to uh, Clem and clink my mug against his and see if it just starts off with the two of us. Uh, there's uh, Are there's. <laughs> Yeah, um, so if you're clanging a mug, there's like a little mini one. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it sounds, it sounds like Beyblades uh, colliding with each other. Oh my gosh. Just like, <laughs> you, you, hear, you hear somebody kind of an older, so just like, don't abuse it, don't abuse it. Um, I will say, um, um, to fit in <laughs> Themis and Alora. there's like a, there's a few people um that kind of surround uh these two specifically um and uh they you're just the first people they see uh and approaching the both of you there's uh, a kind of very eager looking younger soldiers um who say hey, did you have anything to do with uh, the upcoming uh, uh, the the insurgency that we have planned in uh in Waterdeep do you know anything about that is it actually happening are we actually going to get the Water Davians to declare martial law and keep from marching on Darkhold? I hear big things about the insurgency in Waterdeep. And keep up with current events. Everything 
thus far has gone according to plan. It's wonderful. You must not be the you must not have contact with the Water Deviant Division of the Stormwatch. I hear that I hear that they're planning one hell of a fireworks show. It's war. And from what I hear, they're bringing it to Waterdeep. But in an isolated way, it's a genius. The Xanathar Guild has been harassing our agents there for too long anyway. I think it's about time that we dealt with them and also protect our soldiers in the meantime. Indeed. Win-win. And they just kind of tilt the mug over to the two of you. Yep. And uh, one, you kind of just raise, and rather than do a little, mini, you know, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll like go for it every time now. Now that I know, he's like, you need a bigger <laughs> thing for that. Is it every every like five minutes or so? Meet us in the middle. You can... uh, and I, I uh, like the tiny. As <laughs> <laughs> a little kind of cheers your Magalora. Uh and Is... there's there's a few. Go ahead, Themis. I was going to say, is this like a standard war tradition? Would Thamus have experienced things similar to this before? Uh, as to the drinking party? Yes. Yes. Yep. So she can just roll her eyes and accept accept that this is a thing. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> there are a few others that kind of come over to you with mugs. Uh, and uh, uh, one of them is like, famous Sunstorm, right? Yes, that is I. Winter wolves? Indeed. We heard about a Leonine from the Winter Wolves who fought in the Silver Marches that was part of a, a up for recruitment in the Stormwatch, but was that I'm assuming that's is that you? The one and only. They kinda of look at each other. Uh, like ten more, eleven more kind of trickle in. And they kind of look at him, and they, you hear this whispering, like, like, uh, uh winter wolves. And uh, one of them kind of steps forward, and just, I just, young guy, kind of, uh, black hair, uh, short, like a, a Caesar cut. And he just, the winter wolves are an inspiration, mum. Gotta say, seeing a veteran here drinking with us in the Thunder Swing means a lot to us. Here's to victory, and I will raise a glass. Come in, and come in, come in, and it gets about you know, fifteen or so more to come in, and like to victory, Valazenta. It's gonna get ready. Another one. <laughs> this one's like a little one. It's like it's like a distant rumble of thunder, and then you're like ah, in the distance. I'm specifically clinking with Allura to try and get this effect to go. <laughs> uh, you can she see will accept everyone <laughs> there is another sort of um uh loud cheer as um this deafening roar and your attention is brought to the rear of the room where there are there's a long series of pigs the apple and everything who are brought out for a pig roast and uh somebody else jumps on a table uh, uh probably a sword har uh judging by the two cross swords and just Pigs back on the menu, boys! And everyone just, ah! 
and you can see that they're brought into like these these three large spits in the center of the room um and uh, that's a little bit dirty there it's stonework but uh there uh, are people that come over that begin to kind of uh, cut pieces of this off and there's like a surge to the center of the room as some of the attendants and the custodians begin carving off pieces of these three braised uh braised pigs as well and then um let's say like there's like another large plate of we'll call it um vegetarian spring rolls or egg rolls are brought out to sort of the back of that like a huge heaping plate on like the fourth little pedestal there you can see a few people kind of loading up on, on egg rolls simple it's easy uh you can make it in bulk so the vegetarian <laughs> option and also the uh, mostly mostly meat mostly pig <laughs> delicious so anyone that wants any of it can, can load up. You can load up on vegetarian egg rolls, or you can load up on on a slice of uh, a pork uh, from the pig roast. Um, whatever it's braised and like a this glaze, it smells really good. It'll definitely grab Why some not? spring rolls. Why or not both? Or you can do both. Yeah, totally. You can do you can do, you can do egg rolls. You can do vegetable egg rolls and pig roast. Um, Hydrator dice right. We got one more. Thank you very much. All right. Hmm. I'm gonna ask Simeon. Um, you seem the no. most confident coming in here. Are we eating here and eating at the other thing later? Yes. Although we probably should nosh here and eat there. <laughs> That's how. Th that is in fact how this works. Fancy people eat less, right? Eat. <laughs> Not necessarily. It's they eat different. Better. They eat yeah. better. Yes. Sarah walks up at this point with a plate that has a bunch of pork and spring rolls on it, and she's just needing. So, so what are we talking about? And like, she just has this like overflowing plate. She's eating all of it. <laughs> uh, Themis, you are you are brought uh, by some of the soldiers here who recognize you. You are brought a plate of um, pork belly, and they're like, "That's the really good stuff." We're, I will, uh, I will totally bow. I will totally bow to the them to <laughs> hand it to me and take it and take a bite. And then if I'm near party, uh, whoever I am closest to, as far as party members go, will offer a little bit of the good stuff as well. It's like the prime cuts, almost like, almost like thick strips of cooked bacon. It's awesome really good soft kind of melts in your mouth it's perfectly cooked uh pig roast because you can you can undercook the pig it's very easy to do that and this is yes perfect. yes it is yep uh, i've been to a roast where we did that oh yeah, yeah you get it's like hungry yeah it's like what it's like a six hour you're gonna spin it for like what six hours something like that something like yeah. that if i remember correctly everybody gets food poisoning yeah and... no this is perfectly yeah it is for uh there, there are definitely some pieces uh because they don't want the soldiers to get dysentery there are definitely some pieces that are a little bit overcooked but you know they're like that's probably better you know what i mean so better to overcook it a little bit have it be a little bit dry than not at all plus they have ale so they're all very thirsty because if it's a little if it's a little bit on the dry side they can just put sauce on it and call it a day yes yep yeah, there is like also like a large vat of glaze as well that they have. 
I know everyone's in the chat's like, oh my god, I'm so hungry now. No, I'm hungry Pig now. roast and vegetarian uh -huh. nickels. Yeah, me too. Now I want got. Now I want pork belly. Yeah, pork belly. Now I want more dinner. Right. I haven't even had dinner. I'm gonna eat after the session. Yeah, I just realized I haven't eaten dinner either. Yeah. And like a peanut butter sandwich at like two. <laughs> and we're coming up on eleven. As you no, all prepare. Good. Back. Go on. Okay, I was gonna say as we all prepare for the banquet itself with the high command, mm -hmm. that's a good opportunity for us to take a break. So let's take a ten minute break here as you uh, have successfully. Uh, Evelyn, thank you for the bits. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a ten minute break. So uh, twelve o five a.m. Uh, so go get a snack, take your meds, hydrate, that kind of good stuff. Uh, we'll leave you here with the more upbeat music, the refreshing change of pace. For having a for enjoying the celebration with the soldiers and really experiencing um, uh, this confidence and getting to to actually mingle with uh, three of the Zentilar legions. So uh, we'll say 12:05 p.m. EST. We will return. No, 12:05 a.m. Minutes. Please stay, everyone. We're at 20 people right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. This is great. Um, let's go to the. Uh, what's the cameras? Let's go to the podcast. Nope. Restream. Podcast restream. All right, everybody. We'll be back in 10. I wish there was more of a fade into that. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back from break. So. I just tricked ginger ale. Excuse me. Woo! All right. Is anyone Easy. doing? Yes. <laughs> no. Seriously. Ahem. Is anyone doing anything else? Would anyone like to do anything else at the celebratory pre-war revelries with the third, sixteenth, and twenty-third legions in the Thunderswing barracks before heading to dinner? with the higher-ups, so to speak. Is there anybody else that I haven't interacted with that I would recognize? Say make a perception check. Are these legions, are we specifically going to be leading any of these groups, or are those different groups outside of here? It is these people. You are, the Stormwatch directs a lot of troop movements. Um, but we're doing it a little bit differently. So okay. each of you is going to command at least one legion or going to direct at least one legion from the war room. As we unveil the battlefield, depending on how many are on the situation, each of you may be able to control up to four different military units per the Kingdoms okay. and Warfare rules. Yep. Mm-hmm. So technically, Seven. yes, you could be directing and commanding with the high command. Go ahead, um, Inch. 17 on the perception. Okay. So in, in here, there is um, not too many people specifically inside of the Thunderswing barracks. Um, uh, you may have seen a few soldiers here and there, but as far as um, uh, individuals who, you know, might be someone that you would want to really 
uh, uh, tarry and speak with. Um, nobody in particular catches your eye. But you do realize with that check that um, you have a moment where you're like, oh, what time is it? <laughs> and uh, you realize time has passed and most everyone that you're probably going to be wanting to check in with is likely gathering at the banquet hall. Yep. In which case, I will start making my way there. Okay. All right. Mimas begins to kind of gather uh, her things and begins kind of making her way towards the door. Anybody else want to stick around or anything? For any reason? No, about that same time, uh, Simeon's going to head, head back too. Okay. I'll go where the people go. All right. So, safe to say that you can all kind of start to make your way over towards the main hall. Okay. I need too bad of a choice. Back to this one. <clears throat> and the next one in the queue is... Offering. Sounds fun, right? So we are looking. <clears throat> oh, dreams of Elise. Why? Oopsie. That's a complete. I don't even know what's gonna play. Pretty interesting. Sure. I played something called the Dreamscape. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna grab y'all here, move y'all to the center of the map. So y'all are going to want to rendezvous as you were directed in the Grand Hall, the Eastern Grand Hall Banquet Hall. You make your way back up into the entry hall where you saw the banners and that very creepy, shifty looking portraiture of the Paragost, uh, or the Paragost at the uh, top of the stairs there. Uh, making your way uh, to uh, the east, the eastern uh, extension of the Grand Hall, eventually asking a few questions as needed. Uh, with any of the hundred of the stewards and custodians that are constantly as, uh, rushing around, as well as any of the soldiers on the first or second level of the main gildan of Darkhold. You eventually, make your way right on time to Grand Hall Banquet Hall of Darkhold, as expected, where you can hear various voices rising from a large echoing chamber uh, 
until you approach uh, the exterior uh, outside once again and up this main set of stairs to the exterior to another, the main chamber here where you were told the banquet hall is. So kind of up and around several spiral, several spiral staircases through the interior, outside again, and then up to the main hall of the Eastern Grand Hall. Outside, there are no less than 30 Dread Praetorians who are either patrolling the exterior or who are guarding the main doors here. The Wyvern Riders continue to circle and screech overhead. And as you approach the central door, the eastern banquet hall of the Grand Hall seems to grow wings before you as very slowly these two massive wings unfurl from behind the banquet hall and you can see a shadowed figure in the darkness just and begin to make itself known as the giant draconic head comes up and over the tallest portion of the eastern grand hall banquet hall here and slowly cranes down to meet your gaze the 30 or so dread praetorians patrolling seem to pay it no mind and in that silence you can see the grandeur of Zargoth, Obsidian Dread, before you. You are all now, face to face, eye to eye, the massive, forward-horned Black Dragon. Black Dragon cranes down to meet your gaze and just... He's gonna put his forearm on Tara's shoulder, kinda reminding her that one day she might get to ride it. That is my goal, is Later. <laughs> to ride this dragon. It will happen for me, I know. I just study it. Many of you are in awe of the majesty of this creature it just when it says when he says hello i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off what? no that was that... When he says hello, um rin just stands there for a second mouth agape and then shakes her head a little bit hello the dragon kind of and you all kind of stand in confusion And then there is a voice from behind you. Familiar voice. Many of you are aware, or have met, at least in your initial recruitment, the commander of the Stormwatch. Riviar Darkwind has approached Ooh. and is also surrounded by the better part of her own retinue of a dozen 
Stormwatch soldiers, agents, other irregulars soldiers can address similarly to you, who uh, seem to be more of in a sort of praetor or guardian position, who kind of uh, flank her, uh, seemingly all uniformed with sort of a golden sash strap, sort of across the, a golden strap across the front of their leathers. And your commander, Riviar Darkwind, standing behind all of you. None of you have actually seen her since your formal offer of recruitment was presented. But here uh, she Simeon is. is going to bow quickly and step back out of the way. He says, less bowing hands, hearts. She looks up at, she kind of gestures up towards Zargoth. What's the difference between our dragon and other dragons? This black dragon just... As its head kind of leans down a little bit. Nature check? Is the difference that this one has a job? Something like that. I mean, uh, ooh. It actually might count. Oh, I have a minus one on that. Uh, 18. Uh, Most dragons... Dragons should be able to speak and should be able to converse just as easily with humans. Uh, in draconic or in common. She says... She folds her arms and looks up at Zargoth, who kind of tilts his head. This dragon is revived from an old petrified dragon egg. It is old. Older than any of us can even fathom, but also young at the same time. A little bit of magic. A little bit of luck and a little bit of providence. Sargoth has grown faster than any other of his kin. Though he is of an ancestry that time has long forgotten. It is the best kept secret of Darkhold. A gift to be given to the once and future Emperor one who would reclaim the throne of the Sword Coast, seat of power as it rested in Neverwinter centuries ago, back before Ilifarn and Yithrin even came to blows, when there was still intrigue to be had between the Netherese city-states and the ancient Elvish empires. Even a blink of memory in their minds. Zargoth speaks, but very rarely. And it's a learned skill that he acquired. It did not come natural to him. He has a bond with our Emperor unlike any other 
future and rider. A sacred promise foretold centuries prior. Gift, debt, friendship. But here before you, the embodiment of the Zentarum and one beautiful creature. White. And the thing looks down at all of you and kind of looks and he speaks and he says, Siblings, brother, sister, oh, <laughs> yes, more, uh, more siblings, um, for the Zentalar. Zent uh, a quick question out of character, DM. Zentalar, Zentarim, which is the correct term? The Zentalar is the military. And Zentarim is like the, the country? In, in essence? Zentarim is the okay. organization. Zentar was the founder. Okay. Zentar was the mysterious wizard who founded the Zentarim centuries ago. Gotcha. So Zentarum is the people, Zentalar is the army specifically? Yep. Okay. And the Zentarum Sorry, is also just... an organization based on the people. I meant to ask that before and completely kept forgetting. Um. <clears throat> yes, we are more siblings. More family members of the Zentarum. And he just kind of rumbles again and you can feel that sort of almost like your heart stops when that reverberating thunderous rumble comes from the dragon's mouth and he says protect home that's exactly what we intend to do Tarimus family Where is Riviar? Um, there she is. There's the boss. So awesome. And the uh, 20 soldiers behind her, she kind of wait out here. Rendezvous and secure the lower levels. Let the Praetorians do their work. Four of you with me. Wait outside the Grand Hall. The rest of our new recruits will be joining dinner. I just... All kind of salute simultaneously. <sighs> Mom! Chris is making his way back as well. And she says, I never formally congratulated you or had the opportunity to do so. Welcome to the Stormwatch, and welcome to Darkhold. Thank you, ma'am. Great, the reception. 
I hope you're ready for your next challenge. Always. Indeed. Bring it on. Good. And she approaches, she kind of steps between y'all and approaches the main doors. There are two Dread Praetorians standing at either side of the door. And for those of you who don't know Where are my Dread Praetorians here? As they're about to um, enter the banquet hall, um, Rin snaps her fingers, and at once you see um, uh, her features change the way they, they, they do as a changeling, although not very severely, and you see features sort of separate and fly off like little butterflies as they change. She grows her hair out a little bit longer and has it arranged in like a fishtail braid. Um, and then just sort of touches up the makeup with dark lipstick, eyeliner, and um, black and gold eyeshadow, you know, Zentarum colors. Mm-hmm. And as she snaps her fingers, the um, outfit changes and her typical like casual wear, you know, that she has when she's out on, on jobs and whatnot, falls down in a sort of um, shower of little shreds and left behind is her newly acquired formal wear. Um, like I said before, it's like typical military dress blues kind of kind of array, except her jacket is longer and more form-fitting and the um, closure is asymmetrical and it's like just the Zentarum um, badge right here on like the corner and then the panel sort of crosses um her torso from there awesome oh awesome yeah simeon are you wearing right. anything in, uh special or just the usual uh, uh simeon attire um more the the usual simeon attire i mean the the cloak is still the big thing but he he does he does have his chest in for this one it's a formal event excellent shirt closed how about you Alura? any special uh semi-formal wear or dress dress golds it's it's pretty much the exact same blacks and reds of my typical attire except for the reds are a little brighter and the the uh symbol is visible that's it excellent okay we love the heraldry how about clem i think clem chested bun man just hmm <laughs> i think yeah he because I was thinking about this, uh, he probably would have tried to grab like a bathrobe or something from the baths <laughs> and just wrapped it around because his usual garb is always damaged from battle. So hmm. something um, a little bit nicer, but it's the same aesthetic, basically. You're you're essentially you would have been approached by the the custodians and given uh, essentially a black and gold toga with a Zentarum clasp on it. There was one big enough for sure. Otherwise, he would have Absolutely. probably tied two together. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. They have all <laughs> sizes. I mean, they have they have they have bugbears. Uh, uh, they have a uh, they have a goblinoid division. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. that is uh, led by um, uh, currently Sergeant Vess, who is a goblin, a uh, very small stout goblin who is a very famous uh, fighter, uh, who leads the goblinoid the first goblinoid regiment so yeah they have bugbears hobgoblins um coming through here all the time so lots of 
large things like that. Lots of togas and uh, ogres or half ogres or, you know, um, very large individuals. A very large bugbear is like, it doesn't fit! How about Themis? Any special attire? She has military formal-ish wear that she would have pulled out for this. Excellent. So kind of like a very like half-plate armor with lots of sort of sashes and colors and um, stylized cloth on it. Yep. Awesome. How about Terra? Um, whatever the nicest uh, uniform Terra has is what she would be wearing. Okay. Probably similar to what you're wearing in your... Um, a little bit more formal, more long sleeves, mm -hmm. uh, uh, kind of button up to sort of the, the V, mm -hmm. the type of thing. But yes, very pretty. All right. As Riviar approaches the Dread Praetorians, you can also see up in the Aries here, uh, and many of the towers, especially up in the Rock, uh, and on some of the perches in the Gildum, um, dozens of these guys. These are the Emperor's ranged protectors, the Dread Archers. Mm. And they nice. follow hand-in-hand hand with the Dread Praetorians. And they seem to have the entire area, as well as the dragon, uh, on lockdown. Map change. Map change. As you approach the doors with Riviar, the two Dread Praetorians slowly step to the side and the doors open magically as Riviar steps up. Without a word, the Dread Praetorians stand aside. And you walk into the central chamber, into a large foyer with which dozens of busts, previous Centaurum heroes, line either side of the wall along with rich, vibrant tapestries all the way into the large arch of the banquet hall. Black and gold surround you in every direction, as well as the banners of Cyric Tempest. Might have to give everyone vision. I was gonna say it's a black square for me, or rectangle. There we go. Dang. It's back. Whoa. Everybody can see. Yep. Yes. Yes. And by the way, for Vess, Vess was spelled V-E-S-S. -E -S -S. Yep, Sergeant Vess. Okay. I actually can't see currently. I'm still seeing the black. I have vision. I also have vision. I am in. Thank, thank you. And vision. There we go. Okay. The rest of the Stormwatch agents, or the professionals, as they are known in Kingdoms and Warfare, the card of which I posted in the Stormwatch chat. If you go and look at the professionals, those are the units that you can command to accompany you. They are not quite at a regular level. But they are mm. elite Stormwatch units that you can command during intrigue or on the field of battle. They are the professionals. Thanks. 
most everyone here oh this is giving me goosebumps there are dozens of figures here many of whom you may recognize from popular lore yep. uh, or from other situations uh, and if you are part of any of my campaigns this is a lot of this is going to be a lot of um revelation for many of you as you are entering banquet hall of darkhold i gotta grab riviera as well uh she's already seated oh. um i recognize a bunch of uh a bunch of I... faces from the iron fangs game okay riviera begins to step forward and you can hear one of the heralds from the side uh, kind of one of the side chambers uh, kind of this voice that echoes through the hall Riviar Darkwind Commander Stormwatch Stormwatch in company into and almost everyone here kind of slowly rises very casually yeah a booming voice from the far side. The Paragost stands up. Greet you all in his battle attire. Says Stormwatch. Welcome. Come hey, forward. Good evening. Does the storm, does the Paragost exist in any other way than in full battle gear? There's no. A, there is no, no food on his plate. Everyone else uh, has has uh, bread, soups, salads. Uh, almost everyone has been picking, but the main course has not been served. And he says, "There is business to attend." Before we feast properly. A quick question for yes. Allura. Would you object to Rin looping her arm through yours and walking in with you together? Uh, sure, that's fine. Nice. I just thought it'd be cute, that's all. I'm going to leave this screen up, by the way, so you can go and look um, during other times. If you want to go check and see some of these individuals. Uh, Commander Riviera stops here. <laughs> and I would like for everyone here to make another give me another perception check, please. If you don't mind, group perception check. Uh, Man, this guy. I got a nat twenty for twenty-two. Ooh. 19 on the die for a total of 20. All right. Uh, I got a three a on the die. Uh, what'd you get, Simeon? A total of 21. Okay, and Clem and Tara? 21 as well. 19. Right. Okay. Eight. Anyone over... Okay, so the only one that didn't roll 18 or higher was Allura? All right, uh, Allura, but you are just... There are so many other pretty faces here, and... Um, I will say, Alora, for you specifically, 
this woman right here um, kind of eyes you up and down and just, hello. Aren't you? Good evening. Tasty looking morsel. Could say the same. Um, she's very scantily. Okay, so everybody here is dressed very professionally, except there is there is a reason for there is a very specific sect of religious individuals here that may have very uh, kind of classic like bikini armor type of thing. So, um, make a history check, Alora. You know, the protective kind. <laughs> some do, some don't. So you see two in, partic in particular. Um, I have not rolled higher than a four all day. <laughs> Retire that dice. It's, uh... Yeah, at the seven total. Okay, so let's bring... Gee. I use my Tides of Chaos for people? Let me look that up. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this is the woman kind of sitting before you. Nope. There you go. <laughs> and, uh kind of attire as is presented. And there is another uh, very interesting attire choice that kind of catches your eye. And... Ah, here she is. That outfit is absurd. Here's oh my gosh. One. Not as bad, but... <laughs> yeah, but she's got a whip. Yeah, she's got a huge whip. difference. <laughs> Some very interesting folks seated here. Uh, everyone else is pretty much dressed appropriately for this type of a banquet situation. Luda is sightseeing. So, anybody eighteen or above, this woman here and Riviar are staring daggers into each other. You, there is palpable tension as they enter Wait, the room. Who Your was commander, the other woman? That oh, okay. oh, yeah. is a Shemi. She is the yeah. High Archmage of the Sable Accord. And anyone who rolled, who rolled over a 20? Simeon. Rin, Simeon. Yep. Uh, I think Themis rolled a 20. 20. Exactly. Okay, so... Rin, what did you roll? 21? Rin rolled a nat 20 for 22 total. Okay. Rin, you kind of glance over, and out of everyone kind of in this room, you see one person in particular who catches your eye. This woman, who's seated down, who seems to be reveling in what's happening. Over here. Can you ping her again? I'm... Okay, at that table. Right. And I will uh, share that she as was, well. You said she caught my eye. Like, she was looking at me, made eye contact? Or Give me one second. Like... I'm getting her art. Okay. Sorry, I just want to... No, you're good. Do your thing. One step at a time here. Okay. No. Right here. Four <laughs> steps at a time. Okay. <laughs> Lyra. She looks at... Okay, she looks at you, Ren. And she kind of looks back over and, and sees what's happening. And Ren, you specifically, you kind of pick on it, uh, pick up on it too. Simeon, we were, you were 21, right? Yeah. Okay, Simeon, you pick up on the commander, Riviar. Looks, turns back over her shoulder 
and you can see this scowl. She looks at all of you, and then she looks back at that woman with the silver hair, and then back at all, all of you, and just the slightest grin creeps across her face. And Ren, you specifically, you catch the woman with the silver hair. I look over at you, and she goes... Oh, you're muted. <laughs> Wynne returns the gesture and winks back, just as like an acknowledgement of being quiet. The Paragost says, I hear that congratulations are in order for your most recent accomplishments. It is not so often that one retrieves an artifact as powerful as the White Dragon Mask. There are kind of, there's kind of like this, uh, these hushed, kind of, uh, these hushed affirmations throughout the hall. The Paragos says, I assume you have all been compensated appropriately. Well done, Commander yes. Darkwind. Yes? You're good. The pause, I thought you were waiting for a response with the uh, pause, and then you started, you, you, uh, continued, and I, I, Felt foolish. Sorry, go ahead. Well done, Commander Darkwind. And then you can see that woman Ashemi kind of fold her arms and just kind of roll her eyes a little bit and then look back down at all of you very intently. Just seemingly sizing all of you up and she kind of sparks a little bit of magic in her fingertips. These little bolts of purple sort of shadow flame just in her fingertips and then she extinguishes them. And is just staring at all of you. I'm gonna wave back and presty some fairy sparkles. <laughs> she kind of. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah. She kind of looks back. She looks confused and taken aback and just doesn't really know what to do. This cantrip level equivalent. <laughs> That is Clem in a nutshell. Look yeah. back after what to do. The Paragos mm -hmm. looks back at all of you again and says, Stormwatch, step forward. Commander, if you would. Commander nods, looks back at all of you and smiles, and gives you a very intense look, all of you, as she steps to the side, and seems to be looking back and forth between you and Ashemi. The Paragos stands at attention and just gestures you forward. We all step forward. Yep. I'm gonna let Laura lead because it was mentioned she was the leader. Wait, it was? When did that happen? Episode one, when you weren't here, I think. Yeah, when you weren't here. God damn it! <laughs> Sorry. Alora was the first person to appropriately respond to the question and so was given command for our first mission no it's fine i i just didn't know that it happened there is um a shemmy oh what an intense face look at that um Blair. yeah that's fun unless she's Bummel. pulled away or or something uh rin is still arm in arm with allura uh, oh, yeah. i'll definitely drop your arm when we get in front of this uh 
table of Understood. high execs. Symmetry. Clem cares about symmetry. Yeah, it's right around this time. You can see uh, Nazgris is kind of just settling in. He seems to have gotten here right before all of you did. And Nazgris, who you are now all so much familiar with, kind of looks at all of you and gives you a little nod. And just... Eva <clears throat> Perigu. Share that art as well. So this is the Paragost pre, um, pre-transition. <laughs> I will not be elaborating at this time. If you know, you know. Okay. And as you kind of come forward, Paragost does just a very slight bow of deference. And as he kind of slowly slides his chair back, this man slowly rises, and you hear the clanking of armor behind you, and you see Riviar Darkwind, as well as everyone else that is seated, slowly stand and kneel. This man stands up. Do we get the sense that we should also be kneeling? Oh, yes. <laughs> Rin will do that, but then we shall as well. well. Is... Same. You hear a delicate, gentle, and calming voice. Friends, that will not be necessary. Please rise. I imagine we all do so, yes? Mm -hmm. Be seated. Everyone, please. There's no need for such formalities. Though I appreciate the gesture of... Here, on this sacred ground, we stand together as kin. I am Emperor Xavius Rex. Xavius Rex Alagonda, long lost heir to the throne, and I will be personally leading the Zentilar into battle to reclaim our ancestral homeland. For in order to retrieve mine own ancestry, how can I be expected to demand the ultimate sacrifice of others if I do not first help them achieve the same definition of home? and reclamation. The same definition of belonging and kinship. For here, and these hallowed halls, we are all, all of us, brothers and sisters, siblings, soldiers, brethren at arms, comrades. And he kind of looks down at the floor momentarily. It is with a heavy heart that I ask you to make the decision 
that we will propose here for you today. And he kind of looks down at the ground again. And slowly seats itself back down. And he kind of puts his hand in his on his forehead and kind of looks just to the side a little bit. Looks a little apprehensive. And then just does a flick of his hand. The Paragos stands up once more. Lyra Kane! The woman with the silver hair slowly stands up. Begins walking over towards your direction. Slowly. Her knee-high boots kind of... There's like a little chalk heel that is very deliberately lacking on the floor as she approaches. Slowly, confidently, and walking around you. He approaches and passes Terra on the right. It's over at Ashemi. And Ashemi kind of holds out her hand like, what? And Lyra smiles and looks back at all of you. Lyra Kane says, does anyone have the ability to identify magic items? Not on this character. Uh, Sorry, in character. Uh, Unfortunately, oh, no. Hydrate, by the way. Didn't see that. <laughs> Not on this character. <laughs> Gee. Hmm. Well. Do not. It can be verified by anyone who wishes to do so. He begins to kind of pace along the table. The two figures at the side, at the end of the side tables, look a little confused. Nazgris now is, you can see just a little bead of sweat coming down his forehead as he kind of looks over, and you can see him kind of tapping on the table as he's like... This woman just kind of begins pacing, and she says, It would seem that there are those among us who do not view our mission with the utmost of reverence. As the Emperor does. There are those among us who would divulge all our secrets. Fortunately for us, I have acquired an item that grants me sight beyond sight. And I have seen the truth. I submit this relic to the council and to those seated here today as proof. 
I will submit to any affirmation. And I was able to obtain proof and documentation of a long history of collusion, decades in the making. She slowly turns over to Hashemi, who kind of jumps up from the table, and the Paragos just <laughs> takes the blade out from behind his back and holds it to her throat and says, I wouldn't do that. Everybody in the room stands to attention now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the Emperor as well slowly kind of finishes up a sip of wine and puts the cloth down on the table stands slowly walks over in this direction see a Shemi kind of looking back at him like And he just slaps her across the face. <laughs> I leave your judgment in their hands. Slowly sits mm -hmm. back down. Paragoth still with a sword to her throat. Lyra. It seems as if our friend is Shemi. <gasps> My goodness. Is a Harper agent. <gasps> and see Ashemi now like Fuck you, Lyra. <laughs> yes, yes. Fuck me. Shemi says, What price did you pay for this knowledge? Your soul. Lyra says, Doesn't matter. And Riviera says, I sanctioned this for 20 years since we were children. I have tolerated you, Ashami, but no more. She looks at all of you. Before you sits a traitor to everything we hold dear that would seek to unravel the very fabric of everything we are trying to do and have done. She has opposed the Stormwatch at every turn, and now I see why. Now we know why. This knowledge came to light within the past six, ten days. And I have never felt more rage and validation simultaneously than in my life. This ends today, Hashemi. Looks at all of you. This is your second test. Stormwatch. What do we do with a Harper agent of 20 years in our midst? A traitor, a betrayer, lie. To find out what she knows. Need to find what out who she's told. Well, and perhaps more specifically, what she's told. What has she given away? There are many here who would simply do away with her this instant. 
for fear that she will escape and ruin everything. She may very well do that. She's crafty, and she's been doing this for 20 years. She may modify her memory. She may teleport out. She may be... She may have a scrying stone. She may be in contact with someone right this second. What's my range? I am bad at this game. Tell me, <laughs> Stormwatch. You can see the Emperor oh. just has his hands on in his face. Simeon's actually going to step forward. What do you do? And cast Charm Person. I think it's not going to work against a freaking okay. mage of the stupid. Oh! Uh, give me a second. Yeah, I'm in range. Um, as Simeon is doing that, um, I have to wait until she actually makes the save to do it, but if she passes the save, I would like to um, cast Silvery Barbs to give her disadvantage on said save. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, it's not... Ah, crummy. Wrong spell. I'm an idiot. Do you not have Charm Person, then? No, I thought I was casting Command. Oh, there we go. Well, you can do but both. I have... gotcha. I have the... That is the wrong spell. There are ways to nullify her casting. Um, removing the ability for her to perform somatic or verbal components. Rules we always operated by was that? death. There is no betrayal greater than being an agent of our enemy, and no less a false agent of our own. There is only one punishment for that. Where I come from, we slit their throats. And Simeon draws his sword. Ren kind of bows her head a little bit and just puts her arms out sort of to the side like um like she's deferring just and just steps back and uh I stand by the majority Angie are you still with us kind of I'm gonna grab his ball and just. Do you need get a recap ready. of anything that's going on? I think we're all just kind of still here waiting. Yeah. Unless I missed something beyond that. So, uh, we'll yeah. come back to that for a second. So, in that moment, the Shemi just says, You're all. This utopia you hope to create, it's not possible. There is no stopping the inevitable. Famous will just 
glare at that. You cannot change it with violence. You will rally everyone against you, and this tower will be a smoldering rubble. The Paraglass at that point takes the sword and begins to thrust with the elbow. Two things. At this point, I would like everyone to prepare for initiative next time. And also, I am now officially declaring the start of Intrigue with the reveal of this Harper agent. And as you all draw your weapons and the Paragost begins to prepare for a downward strike, initiative looms on the horizon and intrigue has begun with the reveal of this Harper agent. One way or another, your enemies will know that she has been found out, that she has been that's where we're going to go ahead and leave the session for the evening. Hey! Did oh, I get... Right. Did I get Ooh, the name nice. of that hot magic nun? <laughs> um, you did not. Not yet. Hey. <laughs> so, for all you know, fair. she could be a traitor, too. <laughs> Find out. Oops, all traitors, all the way Oops, down. Oops, all traitors, yeah. Um, well, thank you, everybody. Let's go around the table, and uh, 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 everyone, um, please, uh, once again, say who you are and where the lovely people of the internet can find you between now and next Monday, uh, which is the 22nd. So next Monday, everyone has time off to rest and recoup, play your other D&D games, sleep in a little bit, go to bed early. So in the meantime, Tara... Take us away. Who are you and where can the lovely people of the internet find you in between now and the next session in two weeks? Hi. Um, I am always in the Discord, so if you are not a part of the Discord, you should join it because we're all a lot of fun people. Ah, um, yes. Join our Discord. if you are a part, I'm always there. Um, I play in a game on um, Sunday nights at 7 Central over at um, twitch.tv slash Master of Rem. Um, it is a D&D game set in the world of the graphic novel uh, Cottlesworth's, Cloth Blech, Cottlesworth's Clockworth Circus. I can't ever get that out right. Um, and the writer of the graphic novel is actually our DM, and it um, takes place in that universe. Um, I play Drusilla the Bard in that, and that is um, every Sunday. Um, and then here every other Monday night, playing Tara. I think that's all I'm really doing right. Now. All right. Well, thank you, Isabeth, uh, and famous Ange. Um, where can the lovely people of the internet find you in between Stormwatch campaigns? In between Stormwatch, if you enjoy anime, I am co-host of an anime podcast. That's every Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. That's twitch.tv slash animazingradio. And then I'm here. And here is awesome, so keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you, Ange. Yeah, check them out. Animazing Radio. Um, and uh, I got to meet uh, uh, both of you, both of y'all, at uh, Anime Boston this year. It was a great time. So uh, yeah, that's how we met. So uh, thank you, Ange. And 
Nick Husky, where can the people of the interwebs yep. find you in between Stormwatch campaigns? Uh, generally, randomly about the Discord channel, so definitely join that. Otherwise, nice. I should have an Link upcoming game chat. on Friday. Yeah, do join it. Join the Discord. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Queer witches playing D&D. So if you're queer, if you're a witch, or if you like tabletop role-playing games, if you're anywhere in that circle, anywhere, yep. and all those circles appeal to you in some way, you're going to have a great time here at our home. Go ahead, carry on, Nick. Go ahead. Yeah. No, other than that, um, I should have a game on Fridays upcoming with Precarious. Uh, going to be doing some advanced D&D, it's like the... I need to go and read what it is again, but basically gonna be starting that up soon, and other than that, just... I'll be here every other Monday. Awesome. Thank you, Nick. Hey, we got another raid. Hey, it's Val, our moder our community manager on... Uh, on oh! So, yes. Thank you. Val. I was busy streaming the entire time we were playing. Yes, yeah, right? Um, okay. Dahlia, where can the people of the interwebs find you in the meantime, in between time, in between Stormwatch campaigns? Hi, uh, I am just in the Discord, uh, or you can find me in Final Fantasy if you're on Crystal. That's about all I do these days. Crystal Data Center, Final Fantasy, and you can catch her here. So thank you. All right. And Jeff slash Fathagan on the TikToks. Where can people find you? Uh, as you said, you can find me on TikTok. I am Fathagan. Uh, you can find me at Discord as well. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of fresh content recently, but that may be changing here soon. So uh, general D&D &D, uh, tips, tricks, and otherwise. I've uh, been playing tabletop role-playing games for 20 years. All kinds of systems, all kinds of environments. Anything you want to know, give me, give me a shout-out, and uh, we'll see what we can do. But otherwise, yeah, check us out in the Discord. Awesome. And Nightbot commands to follow for everyone, by the way, as well. And uh, Avalon, where can the lovely people of the interwebs find you in between, in between Stormwatch and Heaven's Fire campaigns? The next campaign, which is October 8th. So a couple. Yes. So yeah, in between, uh, in between this one, I am in the Heaven's Fire game, as you say, um, which will be starting up again in a, in a bit. Um, Otherwise, uh, I do a lot of uh, voice acting for the shows under the Faustian Nonsense Network, uh, both their original stuff and the sponsored shows. I'm, I'm in numerous things for them. Just listen to their stuff. You'll find me. Um, I also am on TikTok. You can find me on there um, under at ADHDND. Um... I don't know, I'm around, I do stuff sometimes. Um, mostly I do... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, uh, oh. mostly she does stuff. And then... <laughs> then reappears. That, that was hilarious. Oh, again. Yeah. I just, like, had a small stroke. Uh, <laughs> where Diesel did I shots cut off? Too. I was gonna... I was gonna raid your channel, Lee. And you coming in? <laughs> We're just wrapping up here. It's it's Monday, so we like we have like a hard stop at one. But thank you, Lee. We love you, Lee. You're the best. Uh, and also uh, Pat, if you're there too. Hi. <laughs> anyway, Avalon, carry on. You were doing your promo. I, I'll give you a fresh take on that. Hold on. Where did I? Uh, what? My Discord froze on me and then like kicked me out, and I had to reload and stuff. Where did I like leave off? You what, can just, you is... can just start over again. I, I have okay. I, I do okay at the end of the session, I do have, stuff. 
I do have a knife box. <laughs> yeah, I. Hey. I am <laughs> currently just the one stream for ESP D and D, but in October it'll be the two again, uh, with Heaven's Fire. But I act for, uh, I voice act in various shows for Faustian nonsense mostly. Um, the extremely complicated editing process has finally begun for Super Suit. Um, we've we've gotten some rough draft listens to the pilot from the server. Anyway, um, no. what's that? Oh, there you go. Yeah, you there were we go. Out there for a minute. <laughs> Uh, okay, to keep things short, because apparently Discord is struggling right now. I voice act and I do D and D, and that's that's pretty much it. That's all I do. Um... All right, cool. And uh, I would just like to say, Nightbot commands for everyone else are in the works. Uh, we also have we're going to have a fully realized tarot card system. We had no tarot card pulls tonight, but the Viking Oracle Tarot by Stacey DeMarco. Some really pretty cards here. I'll just pull one from the middle. It's Hella. Check out Hella. Look at how pretty this is. So these will all have... A little more to the right. Eh. There we go. Okay. These will all have associated benefits, boons, buffs, debuffs that are very simple, very specific. So uh, feel free to cash in 850 channel points. With that, we'll have a full roll table uh, or a full equivalency table or cross-reference table for these tarot cards the next time we play on the 15th also i want to thank every single member of our cast and uh, for for uh for tonight uh, congratulations on a successful just really successful first night and i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart to um for helping to make this a reality uh and uh the Forgotten Realms was my first foray into 5th edition, and it's really nice to be able to be bringing such a powerful message of strength overcoming all odds to the lovely people out there of the, the internet and of the world. And I also want to thank all of you for staying up late with me, and also, also for all of the lore dumps and exposition. This session one in this type of campaign is always going to be very lore heavy. So I want to thank everyone here. Seems like the audience was kind of into it. Uh, so I'm glad we kind of got that got that going. But obviously a lot of lore, a lot of homebrew, a lot of clarification. So thank you to everyone here for sitting back and dealing with the setup and the lore and the dialogue between NPCs, which was kind of necessary to set up the party coming in being like, whoa, okay, this is our responsibility now. We're going to make this decision. So thank you in the meantime for giving me the, the time and space to set that up. Once again, if you're not yeah. in our Discord, uh, come hang out. We want to see you. We want to hear from you. Uh, again, if you're queer, a witch, you're into tabletop role-playing games, or anywhere in that Venn diagram whatsoever, you, even if you've only really candle, but you're like, let me try this out, you know? Uh, or where in any way, anywhere under the umbrella, you'll have a home here with us. So very happy to continue this story, to initiate intrigue, officially, as well as initiative. Take y'all up to the war room in Darkhold, and march, eventually, forward 
ahead of the military, ahead of the Zentilar, up the Moon Sea ride, and towards your first mission, which will be discussed next time on Stormwatch, where we plan to scout the defenses of the Hillsfar Allegiance and to rendezvous with the drow of House Derneve, who have been fermenting a resistance against the Hillsfar Alliance for the better part of two or three decades. Oh, wow. In the meantime, in between time, stay safe out there. Join our Discord. We love you all very much. We're going to raid Madbird. <laughs> oh, did Madbird go offline too? Everybody went offline. I'm going to go ahead and hop off because my Discord is struggling anyway. Raid. I'm going to head out. Bye. You guys have a good one. Uh, we're playing again on the 22nd, right? You said the 15th uh, a minute ago. Uh, Sorry, the 22nd. On the 22nd. Yep. Okay, cool. 22nd. I mean, I'm fine with the 15th. <laughs> no, no, there's another game <laughs> happening on the 15th. Yes. Two games, games, same time. We love you all very much. <laughs> Don't forget to join our Discord. Say hello. We're going to go raid Blackwater D&D. And until next time, which is... Valazenta. Brethren. Valacentar! Valacentar. Good night, everybody. We'll see you on see ya. the 22nd. Bye, everybody. Bye. Ciao.